Hello and welcome to Game Time with Manny, episode 72. As always, I'm here with Matt. Yep. And it's 2020 now. 2020. This year starts slow for the first like month and a half, two months, and then it pops all the way off forever from that point on. Yeah, which I appreciate. I do appreciate that too. I need this break. Yeah, that I've been taking for basically a month and a half already. <laughs> so, yeah, with that, I mean, there is some news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tencent, everyone's favorite Chinese company that owns everything. They're right. like a majority shareholder in Riot. They are a major shareholder in Epic, and most things. Weren't they connected to Ubisoft at one point? They, uh, I. Or was that something else? That was Vivendi. Vivendi, right. which, uh, t- for all I know, Tencent owns part of both of those companies because they seem to own everything. But they, uh, they gave a large capital investment to Platinum Games, mm-hmm. and I don't. It's bizarre because Platinum came out and said that we will remain fully independent, but also we might start to self-publish our games now, which. I think is a 50-50 because Platinum had been making some, let's say, less than desirable licensed products. Right. Like the Transformers game that people seem to like and the Ninja Turtles game and the Legend of Korra game. And just like not great stuff in general. But I I mean, them working with Square Enix was all right for Nier and things like that. Right. But they always seem like they have so many action games on their plate that they can't even finish them sometimes. Like Scalebound was canceled. Uh... Bayonetta, what, what's happening What's with happening that? with Bayonetta 3? They were working on the Grand Blue Fantasy action RPG, and then uh, Games was like, not anymore. Right. And they took it back. The same thing happened. They were helping on the Final Fantasy VII remake, and they were taken off that. <laughs> right. So I, I don't know. But, I mean, they do still make good games, so it's interesting. They are, and pardon, because I know this doesn't sound great, but I, yeah. I describe them <laughs> as, like, the most bipolar uh, developer that is true i think I, yeah. in the industry where you're just like this could be great this or this could be, could be a trash fire <laughs> it's, and you don't know it's just a massive question mark with every single game it is so so i i don't know how to take this yeah. i also don't it seems weird that 10 cent would just be like here is this fuck ton of money it has to be alone right i have no idea it just seems so bizarre that it would happen all of a sudden and like then that's also weird because obviously they're not going to self-publish Bayonetta 3 unless Nintendo pulled out of that deal and then it will come out on everything. Well, like, Sega's not involved, but Sega Sega's not involved, IP. but they own the IP. Yeah, so, like, will they try to buy that IP so right. then they don't need to have Nintendo to publish it and then it... Then there's a weird. There would be a weird situation where Bayonetta two only exists on Nintendo platforms, but not any other ones. Yeah. But one and three, I I don't know. I personally think there has to be something horrifically wrong going on with Bayonetta three at this point. Well, they're re-releasing one. Yeah, with Vanquish, which is also right. dope. I yeah. like Vanquish, but yeah, because that's like weird. Ten year reunion or something. Because they had already re-released it on the Switch, right? I like Bayonetta 1 better than 2, so I that's cool. I'm mm-hmm. not going to buy it again, because I already have it twice. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just... They're in a weird spot, and I feel like every time I hear that they're working with another company, they get pulled off that. Yeah. Like, they did really... That Star Fox Zero was not good, oh, and they helped was... on that for the Wii U. Yeah, that... <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that's also way outside of their wheelhouse, like a weird space shooter. 
right. as opposed to an action game. But that was one of the worst Wii U games probably on that People system. People were not pleased with that title. I did not ever <laughs> play it because usually anything after Star Fox 64 is like two hours long yeah and i'm not paying 60 dollars for that well there was that one that wasn't even a star fox oh uh, that one i actually like yeah star fox adventure on the gamecube yes yeah that was originally a completely different game about just dinosaurs and then they were like well but star fox can get in there (laughs) oh okay which that was a rare game. that it was a rare game yeah i i do like star fox adventure whereas most people Mm -hmm. do not but it's also so different well it's so different i think it's pretty easy as well it's just like zelda Right. Basically. I mean, and Fox has a weird magic staff, and his cool Triceratops mm-hmm. friend Tricky follows him around. Yeah, I played it. I had it. Yeah. I liked it. So I liked it as well. I have a bobblehead mm-hmm. of Star Fox from pre-ordering that game. Wow, you pre-ordered it. I That's did. That's how excited I know. you I was were. dedication as a middle schooler. <laughs> <laughs> I played that game. I remember that was another game that I was sick one week, mm-hmm. and that game had come out, and I just like played it all day, every day, while my parents were at work. Nice. Excellent. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Platinum, I, they're in a weird spot. I, they yeah. might start self-publishing their games, which, you know, more power to you if you can do that. <sighs> Unless they're, they're just going to start self-publishing all kinds of crazy bullshit. See, I, like, no I hear that, it's like, oh, they could make a little more money, but that also means now they've got to like advertise it and push it and like... Yeah, I, you know, I, whatever. I He's, they didn't say they were going to do that right away. They said right. they were going to use it, leverage it to eventually move into self-publishing, which means right. that that is something they would like to do. So I wonder, I wonder. Yeah, I just think like now they're going to have to like hire like new departments and stuff is, if that's the the direction they want to take this. Yeah, so that's that that's an interesting development. Yes. I look forward to seeing how it continues to develop. Uh, yes. Uh, the next huge news story. There can't why, possibly be a bigger one. Why did you even put this? Because it's important. The Is PlayStation it? 5 logo was revealed. It looks like the PlayStation 4 logo and the PlayStation 3 logo. It does. But the best part about it for me is that there was a board meeting at Sony, and they had various logos up on a projector or something, and... Then they voted to have the one that's exactly the same, and then they probably like clapped and shook hands and were like, "Ah, oh, yes, we've done good." I, I mean, it's fine. It's a fine logo. I'm not gonna. It is hilarious that this was an announcement at CES. Well, that's what's crazy. Is like, why bother? I agree, but it's the memes that have come out of this oh, are yeah. so good. Right, like people just staring at a PS4 logo and then hitting backspace <laughs> and typing five, and they're like, "Yes, <laughs> this is it." And I, what the fuck is their rollout for the PlayStation Five? So, so the, more so than just the logo. This is why I put this on here. Is I don't get it because Microsoft, I feel like, is doing it the correct way right you show what the box looks like at the game awards when you have a ton of eyes on it and it's an interesting teaser and then you give GameSpot the specs and people can look at it and be like "Ooh, this is like they're trickling out information they gave wired the specs yeah they gave wired two separate interviews which like I get it. Wired is a popular website but right. way less people are going to see that information and then like the thing you show at CES is like, here's our logo. We'll have more information in the future. And it's like, what the fuck is this marketing plan? Uh, 
I mean, it's like, baffling to me. Sony, like the PlayStation, will be big enough news. They could literally just close their eyes, point to a calendar date, and be like, and the, and then they own that day. And like at this point, they should just do that because, like, right. what the fuck is what is that? I expect it's, like February or March. And like, yeah, that's what now. they did with the PS4 Pro. Right. They were just like, we're having a press conference thing. Right. Tune in, and then they were like, here's the PS4 Pro. We're showing Mass Effect Andromeda with. Oh God. All these other great titles that never came out, and it, yeah, it's just really weird. Right. It's just really weird. Also, there's a rumor that they're not going to be at E3. I saw today. I also saw that rumor, and you know that's fine. Yeah, they already did it once. E3 seemed okay, I guess. Because mm-hmm. like Sony does their own weird thing, anyways at E3. Yeah, they usually do a weird thing, but then they were having PSX, but now they're not having that anymore either. Right. Unless they do this year because of the PS5. I think they can gonna, like coincide with it. I think they're gonna just keep pushing the state of plays, which uh, I, yeah, they're really not my favorite. They're they're picking up steam. They're picking up steam. Yeah, sure, <laughs> we'll say that. <laughs> Maybe next time it won't get leaked in its entirety. Hey. That's maybe they don't accidentally leak it on their store first. That too, you know, all of the various leaks that occurred from that whole thing. They could plug those mm-hmm. up. So yeah, that's all I have. The PS5 logo looks I, like the other logos. It's a hot. I wasn't even. Hot exclusive. I saw that and I was like, I'm not even going to put it on the news. No, it's too it, good. It doesn't it deserve it. It, it does. doesn't deserve it. It does deserve it. it it's the best. I love that logo. It looks like the previous <laughs> one. Well, like I, the thing that like, like I we could make the PS6 logo right now. <laughs> we don't even we have that power, and that's what I like. Because like I think we could go all the way up to any number you want. Xbox, I think, is going to have the same logo. Uh, well, the letter X. Well, like because like they have like the power button is like that circle with they the do, X. Yeah. And I was looking at my Xbox and then like the new Xbox, and it's literally the same power button. Yeah. Logo. True. So I think it's going to end up being the same logo. Yeah. But like they didn't like turn that into a big deal, so like nobody cares. Well, Where Sony they, was just well, like, the, they have yet to announce it when they when they show their logo, everyone's minds will be blown open. <laughs> I don't think they will because. They realize that no one cares about a logo. Well, sometimes people get really excited about a good logo. <laughs> sure. This time is not one of them. No. I mean, it's not a bad logo, but it's just not no, any it, news. It's the exact same. <laughs> That's what is so fucking crazy. All right. Speaking of crazy bullshit, I had to put this on here because this is mind-fucking-blowing. Street Fighter V. Capcom's main fighting game has been out for years at this point. 2016? During the beta, Mike Z, the creator of an indie fighting game, Skullgirls, said, hey, there is an issue with your netcode, and went on to explain exactly what it was, and that it is it is creating artificial lag, where the basically one person will become desynced from the other person, and so that creates artificial lag in the middle trying to compensate for that. <clears throat> Apparently, it is a very easy fix, and over the course of this many years, Capcom decided that they weren't going to fix it. A gentleman with knowledge of netcode decided one evening that he was going to fix it, and in two days, he did it. <laughs> he basically just edited some files in the game's PC folder to make the 
make it work properly. Basically, it syncs the player clocks and it makes it so that there is only a certain amount of deviation. Mm -hmm. And so PC players can edit these files, download the file, put it in there, and it'll work fine. The thing that I think is hilarious is that it is cross-play with PS4. Right. Obviously, PS4 players cannot do that. So then if a PC player with this fix plays with a PS4 player... Does it break? It breaks for the PS4 player where basically they actually have no idea where the PC player is at any given moment. Oh, that's... So the net play like super fucks up in that regard. But if you're playing with a PC player and a PC player who both have the fix, it is fine. Mm-hmm. More or less. So, with this, the guy said, hey, I also know how I could fix it on the PS4, because it took him hours to do, but with the actual source code, he could do it in less than 30 minutes. (laughs) So... Capcom announced that there will be emergency server maintenance (laughs) four days from now on the 14th. And people are thinking that they are going to patch it so that this fix does not work anymore. Uh, But I would like to believe, and this will never happen, is that they will contact this man and actually fix it on both platforms and then have good netcode for everyone involved. With the minimal amount of lag, you know, most, that the game is not creating. Right. Uh, but I think they're just going <clears> to <throat> patch it and be like, ah, ha, ha, our game's still fucked. Gotcha. Which I assume then he can just go back in there and figure out. Figure out another way to do it. Yes. Yeah. And I just, that's insane. Right. That's insane. And I, I don't understand. And I get that. It's not always like people look at things like this and they're like, oh, it's not always an easy fix. But in this case, this guy knows how to do it and figured it out. And so it is. But there's a lot of situations of this, especially in PC gaming. I can't think of the modder's name, but he has modded like he modded Dark Souls so that he could uncap the frame rate and still make it work. He modded Near Automata to make it so that you could get rid of the fucking letterboxing and the cinematics. And, like, he had done, he does it with tons of games. Right. Fixes resolution, fixes frame rate issues, optimizes the game within a week, basically, where the developers don't even patch it. Why isn't he hired by someone? Well, th- this is a t- these are two different people. I'm just, but that no, guy, I mean, the original, that guy, he should be. I agree with that. No, I mean, the guy fixing all these games you'd yeah. think someone would be like you know what he'd be a good ass I, I agree and now there's this guy who I think Capcom yeah. should hire him and be like hey man our netcode has sucked ass in all of these games it sucked since Street Fighter 4 mm-hmm. like we've had 4 or 5 fighting games since then they, oh surprise they still all suck with the netcode we gotta make it better and it, it doesn't even take that much effort like if you could fix it in less than 30 minutes in the source code, that probably is, like, less than a 100 megabyte patch right. that you would have to put out to PS4 users. And obviously, on Steam, it doesn't fucking matter. You can do whatever the hell you want. They uh, they put uh, some sweet malware in there last time. Yeah. So, you know, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> that was so funny. That was funny. It's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> so, like, I feel like the least Capcom could do after giving all PC users malware is allow them to use this fix that is not malware and makes the game better. What if it secretly is malware? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But it still also fixes the netcode? That would be top-notch. I, I just... 
I was reading about this and it blew my yeah. fucking mind open. And you watch people playing and it actually is way better. And they're like, oh, there's like almost no latency here. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Capcom's doing their best. Cap the fighting game division <laughs> is not doing their best. Everything, it's, it's even, it's so upsetting. And it makes me so mad because every other aspect of Capcom is, is killing it. Yeah. And they are leaving fighting games to die in the in the dust. And it's even more upsetting because, like, the new version of Street Fighter V makes it cool. The fact <clears throat> that everybody now has two V skills. Right. And they already had the two V triggers, but introducing people really like Gil. When Seth comes out, Seth seems like they're going to be really cool. It just... Why? Uh, it just drives me nuts. It took this long for them to get to a point where people are finally like, oh, I think Street Fighter V is cool now because it has a bunch of weird bullshit in it. Right. Just... Yeah. It's like they have no budget. It's like someone steps in and says, you aren't allowed to have a budget, and, but you have to keep making Street Fighter V, so here you go. Bizarre. Yeah. All right. Well, they did kind of put themselves into a corner with, like, we're going to support this until 2022 or something. Oh, and what's fucked up is it's, like, in that Olympics thing now, so they, like have to preserve the sanctity of the right. game because it'll be sort of in the Olympics. So that's the main reason people think that they're not going to allow this fix to continue working is because I, I don't know. Like you made this weird deal with the Olympics. I, it's bizarre. I, huh. I don't know, man. AGDQ yeah. hey, happening. Yeah. Awesome games done quick. I was watching a Mega Man X3 speed run mm -hmm. earlier. Watched the Cadence of Hyrule run. That I, was so tight. I saw that there was going to be one. I just haven't, you know, it was on at a weird time. Yeah, they raced. And it was like 29 minutes mm -hmm. they beat the game in. And they were going at double speed. Oh. So that's super awesome. One thing I've come to the realization, and I don't know why I didn't come to this realization before. The people on the couch have virtually no social skills. It depends on the It person. depends on the games. Yeah. And like, but there are some where you're just like, oh boy, how is this person given a microphone? So I actually just watched one of my favorite ones was Mega Man X4, and they right. were all from Taiwan. I think it was Taiwan. And it, like, one of them could not speak English, I right. don't think. So he was exclusively on the couch to wear a dumb mask and make zero sword sounds when he would slash <laughs> and that was tight right and so the guy who was running it didn't talk like at all only a few times but there was this guy with his laptop who was going off about all the tech and like how right. it works and you could hear him typing every so often and, and i realized that he was trying to translate things into english on the fly for when he could not remember mm. the english word for it and it was like that is a level of dedication yes. that is fucking crazy. Yes. And they literally, he, after they were done, they said, today is the presidential election in our country, and we had to make a decision to come here or stay home and vote. And we had wanted to do this forever, so we came here to do this because we're helping the world in our own way. And then he was trying to say, like... 
yeah, but you gotta go vote, my right. homies. <laughs> and so that I, it was wild, and I think they did a really good job. Mm-hmm. The opposite end of the spectrum was I saw the Pokemon X and Y run oh, earlier. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and I was not a fan. Right. I This, not even so much the couch thing, this is just mm-hmm. like a personal thing. Every time someone mentions, is pineapple okay to put on pizza, I have a violent reaction. Mm-hmm. Not because I... I don't like it because I don't enjoy pineapple on pizza. I just don't fucking care, and I don't care what your opinion on it is. So one of the guys who is usually one of the people who's doing interviews and stuff, he doesn't like pineapple on pizza. And so then they brought a pineapple, and they just kept talking about it, and people kept donating about it, and it was just like, what the f- what the fuck? Yeah. Let it let mm-hmm. it go. So, yeah, they went from that to this Taiwanese guy. And I was mm-hmm. like, he's doing... They're killing it over here. Yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of like with, like, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I'm just, like, so over that <laughs> I, Exactly. I'm, is a hot dog a sandwich? Right. It's, I'm over all of them. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's time to let it go. Yeah. Uh, the Cadence of Hyrule one was mm-hmm. pretty pretty tight. They were I I mean I the ones I the speedruns I like mm-hmm. are basically when the speedrunners doing it are so invested or like they have to focus so much that they can't talk. Right. And the people on the couch just like say what is happening as yes, it's yes. happening. So the Cadence of Hyrule one I think was good in that regard. Yeah. Especially because they're explaining how it's randomized, so they have to, like, figure out where everything Mm -hmm. is, and then, like, why certain things were happening, why it was important, why they died. Stuff like that. And it's a 29-minute run, so, like, you gotta fucking just... We're yelling about this as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. So, I like ones like that. Yeah. It was why I liked... I can't remember if we talked about it last year. Dr. Fatbody, I think, oh, who, yeah. who ran Sonic. Yeah. And it was because he was just making fun of the whole mm-hmm. situation. He's never run again, so he probably got banned. Because uh, I guess they do that if you are yeah, a tool during it. That but. community is like... Well, I don't want to say the community, but like the people at the top. like Yeah. They are kind of weird with stuff so he probably i mean a lot of the stuff he said was really inappropriate so he probably did get banned rightfully so maybe Mm -hmm. but i thought it was hilarious and i was a big fan i assume Uh, his streams get even worse than oh i would guess so yeah it's basically him Mm. sitting there stoned i've watched it a few times (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's something special Uh, and he doesn't stream a lot, so like I always oh. notice when it's on the side of Twitch, I'm like, what the Ooh. fuck is this icon? And I'll click in there and be like, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've had it on like just in the background because right. I've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen, and since Nukio hasn't been able to play it, I'm just mindlessly doing jack shit. So it's just like over there, and mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, speedruns. Yeah. And I remember, I don't even remember the game, but like one of them, like the people on the couch, they were like introducing themselves, and the guy's just like... I'm here to do bad things. <laughs> and then, like, the guy sitting next to him is just like, I'm here to make sure whatever the guy's name is not do bad things. And you're just like, oh, boy, this is going to be an interesting experience between these two. Interesting. So, like, yeah, those, like, re- like they try to be funny, and you're just like, this is yeah, really not d- funny. It, de- it, it depends, depends, yeah. yeah. And For it, sure. Uh, one I did feel really bad. I watched the the like Zelda one, two, and three, mm-hmm. like the speed run. Well, there was like a 
a race, but mm. then it was like it was also like um where they passed it off after every single game. Yeah, really. Um the one guy just kept dying in the final dungeon and then eventually he just quit. <sighs> he he just got tilted and then just like basically walked out. Wow. That is rough. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. That is rough. <sighs> But yeah, I've been just kind of putting it on and just kind of enjoying it. Yeah, and they it's their tenth anniversary. Yeah, which is crazy. I watched an interview of uh, Michael Yama, one of the people who's been there the whole time, just tell, like, talking about how the first time they did it as classic games done quick and like. Mm how they were doing it at MAGFest and they were told to buy these specific routers and then when they got there with the routers they were told that that company went out of business and the routers <laughs> would no longer function. <laughs> and just like, oh. really, really good stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, we came from literally nothing. Like, right. he talked about when they used to have to stream on Justin TV and not that many people were allowed to watch your stream at one time, so people would restream it on Ustream, but you could only have 55 max viewers. So then they would have like a bunch of like restreams of fifty five <laughs> viewers each doing oh. this weird shit. Now they get like over a hundred thousand yeah, yeah. viewers concurrently all the time and like make millions of dollars for cancer Charity, research. Yeah. And it's it's just really cool right, that right. a community is that yeah. dedicated to doing it and keeps doing it. Which they can't make much money on it. I would assume not. But I, I would assume that it is most of like the people who work behind the scenes, I would assume it is their job. Like right. all year round to set that up. And yeah, so yeah, it's it's interesting. I, the one weird thing is like every single like speedrunning website you go to, it seems like that website was made twenty oh, years ago. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, <clears throat> and I feel I feel for the tech team that works on that because. Yeah. They have to put up with so much and, like, making sure the volume is good and things. I saw an article on Kotaku last night. A guy was running Bioshock, and it's, like, super crazy and, like, a lot of things can go horribly wrong and crash the game. The guy said beforehand that he was planning something, but he didn't tell them what it was, and it was he fake crashed the game (laughs) after doing a really hard thing that saves, like, eight minutes of time. And it crashed the game, and no one, he didn't tell anyone this other than that he was planning something. And so they all start panicking, like, oh, fuck, the game's broken. But he set it up to then run the intro to Skyrim. <laughs> and then just cut back into the game and be like, it's fine. I'm fucking with you guys. But, like, I can only imagine being the fucking tech person oh, yeah, behind yeah. that and being like, it's on fire. Fucking <laughs> someone fix the thing. <laughs> and so I feel especially bad yeah, in scenarios yeah. like those where things happen. Right. Where you're like, no one told us about this. What the fuck? There was, after the Metal Gear Solid 3 run, they just, like, decided that one of the incentives was to have this girl sing Snake Eater, and they were like, she was one of the people who works behind the scenes, so she was like, yeah, we decided this at the last minute, so we're gonna be doing a live sound check. If you see me giving thumbs up or thumbs down, it's because I need them to turn it down on the fly. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Alright. So I feel for people like that yeah, behind, yeah. because, I mean, like, we do extra life and stuff, but, like, it's, it's really... <laughs> You know, a lot goes on. Which that's going on like 24-7 for days. We give up after like the, oh, yeah. the second after, game. After like the second game, it's like, I don't know. The sound's probably fucked up. It's okay. We're Here we right. are. We're doing it. But like the difference is we have like three viewers. <laughs> yeah, whereas they have right. hundreds of thousands. Right. And people are constantly just like 
yelling dumb yeah. bullshit in chat and being shitty and it, it, mm-hmm. yeah it's fucking something else that they are able to put on it the event every year and it have is to be well it's twice two a twice a year agdq and sgdq and have it be you know yeah because the other one's in minnesota in the summer yeah so yeah that is mm-hmm. agdq yeah. the most exciting news oh my god I didn't think I was going to be excited about this. Nintendo announced out of the blue that mm-hmm. there would be a Pokemon Nintendo Direct. My first thought was they said it was going to be like 20 minutes. And I thought it was just going to be about Pokemon Home. Oh, they, I... they start it with a remaster of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Mm-hmm. And for people who have not played Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, that shit will make you cry. It's so sad and it is such a good game. And the sequel to it is even better. Okay. And I am so excited because I bet this game will sell like wildfire. Right. I bet it will sell a billion copies and then they'll have to make the sequel, which is a way better game. And that's what I want. This uh, Mystery Dungeon was like a cross-platform thing. There were two versions of it. One was on the Game Boy, one was on the DS. Mm-hmm. They were like the same game. The DS one had slightly more content and different things. But I Pokemon Mystery Dungeon is dope. I don't think Mystery Dungeon gameplay is for everyone, but I enjoy it. Is it a $60? Do you think it's worth $60? I would pay $60 for okay. it. Okay. Yes. And I will pay $60 okay, for it. So you, you... I will be purchasing this product. All right. Uh, but yeah, man, the stories in these games, not the, the more recent ones, like the 3DS one I was not as huge a fan of, mm-hmm. but the, the first two games are stellar. Like, I think they're actually amazing. Uh, because you are a human who wakes up and are a Pokemon. Right. So, like, in the beginning, you answer a quiz, like, kind of like a fucking shitty uh, BuzzFeed quiz for what Pokemon are you. And then it's like, oh, fuck, you're a Squirtle. So you, you feel like a Squirtle? You will just, you don't even know what you're going to be. It, yeah, it's just the way you answer the questions. And, I mean, okay. obviously, there's guides online on what right, to pick. Right. But it's the first game, I think you could be six Pokemon. I think Pikachu, Squirtle, Charmander, Bulbasaur... There are a couple others, but then the later and later ones you can be more to begin with. But then you create a team by like be befriending Pokemon on this island, or if you beat them, sometimes they'll want to join you, like in Pokemon. Um, but yeah, I I can't like recommend it to everyone, even though it's a good story, just because mm-hmm. the gameplay Mystery Dungeon is a. a blanket term like it is a type of game so there were mystery dungeon games before pokemon mystery dungeon sort of like how there are dynasty warriors games for everything right so it's like look into what a mystery dungeon game is before you buy this is what i will say because it's just definitely not for everyone okay so i'm excited about that but the true the true excitement did you did you watch you didn't watch this live did you no oh I boy chat oh, oh I'm sure I'm sure and oh. I texted you I was like I'm sure the internet's handling it well so uh, my feelings on this on Pokemon Sword and Shield are well documented on this here podcast he loved it he loved absolutely every it's of a it. great product <laughs> can't wait for more I. So they started, after the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon thing, they were like, we are making an expansion for Sword and Shield. Right. And at first I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. You're gonna sit here and be like, "Here, here's the content that you wanted in the main game, and like, we're gonna sell it to you. As it went on, I became more sold on it. And I think it's because... This doesn't seem like a minimal effort cash grab like I would have expected. Well, that, and it seems like, and here's my hope, 
they're not going to do a sequel or whatever. I would hope that as well. And I think this is, like, rather than charging $60 for... for the same thing again. Exactly. With a couple more things added, they're just charging $30. So, like, that's my kind of take on this. But, but like, I first they said that, and before they had showed right. any of the footage or anything, my first initial thought was, they are caving on their whole we're not having all the Pokemon thing, and it's just going to be like, pay us $30 to have 200 additional Pokemon, or, mm. or however many. It ended up being that they will be adding 200 returning right. Pokemon. But I just thought, like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And then they show the footage, and I think that it's, to me, it speaks for itself. Right. Like, they go through and show the new area. There will be two new areas, the Isles of Armor and the Crown Tundra. Uh, the Isles of Armor is part of the first part that comes out in June of this year, and then the Crown Tundra comes out in the fall. Um, but basically, they are wholly new areas. Right. And they are similar to the Wild Area in that they're like a fully explorable 3D area, and they, they look interesting in mm -hmm. that regard. But they are also, other than having return, bringing in new returning Pokemon, which I, I do not think they were planning to have that be the case until the Backlash. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because some of the Pokemon they showed, like, the, in the code of the game, there are models for Pokemon that are not in the Pokedex. Like, uh, Squirtle, Bulbasaur, their right. lines, and all of the legendaries are in the code, and some other ones. So I was expecting them to just be like, oh, those will be in the game now. But then they showed Nidorino, mm -hmm. Talonflame, Garchomp, Lycanroc, uh, the middle form of Sfeel. I don't right. know what the hell it's named. Celo, I think. And, and so, like, those are all Pokemon that were not in the code and do not have models. And I, part of that kills me a little bit because one of the things I think is cool is that the meta for the game has changed. And yeah. then they're like, Talonflame and Garchomp, mm -hmm. baby. And I was like, motherfucker, we're going to go back to yeah. the exact same fucking meta as the last games. A Garchomp, you got to be, if Talonflame was on every team last gen, you got to be fucking kidding me with well, that it shit. Was two gens ago. Two, well, the, but Talonflame was still really good last gen. Yeah, he was. So it's like, you're killing me with this. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, Nidoking, that's cool. Right. I'm excited about Lycanroc because I was mad. How You have him in for mm -hmm. one gen and then you kick him out. So, so I think that's cool. And they said that there will be 200 returning Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Part of what I think sucks about that is in that 200, every legendary counts. Right. So, every, like, they show every legendary is available through some weird co-op mode. So they show, like, Kyogre, Groudon, Rayquaza, Zekrom, It seems Reshiram. like it's going to be, like, a dungeon crawler. And that's cool. Like, yeah. if, if we can do a co-op Pokemon thing that, like... A dungeon crawler? That is, like, a dungeon crawling thing, and, like, in the end, like, you just could get a cool legendary. Like, yeah, yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. And I think that, to me, that would be more interesting than the max raid battles. Just because, right. for me, the max raid battles don't work correctly. But but they have also said that there will be new max raid battles. They mm -hmm. showed in the footage that <clears throat> they have the stupid things with the right. light shining out of them. And so there's that. But the part that really got me was there will be new Galarian forms. Mm -hmm. And so they show Galarian slow poke, and then they obfuscate Slowbro's face <laughs> so you don't know what he looks like. And that's well, like, weird. <clears throat> they're giving Slowpoke away now, and then you have to wait. For the expansion yeah, to get to like get, the item, to which makes me them. think that it's not Slowbro and it's Slowking, because like you know, no, because he said 
for to evolve them one way, you need to do the Isle of oh, Armor. Shit. To evolve them the other way, you need to do. It's, you're gonna have to wait till the Crown Tundra. Damn, that's crazy. You didn't hear him say that. I was loosely losing my mind. Okay. Yeah, that's what he said. So like, it's gonna be both, but you're you have to wait literally until June and then the fall to evolve <laughs> well, the Slowpoke. That's fine. That's okay. I, I mean, it's cool because they yeah. right. They also patched in a thing to the game. You can meet one of the new trainers. Yes, depending now. on which version you and have, and see the slowpoke. Yes, and that's cool. And I want. I want to see what the legendary birds like their typing is. That's so tight, and that's the other part. The yeah. other Galarian forms are Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres. Mm-hmm. I love their designs. Yeah, yeah, like fucking Zapdos. He runs like the Roadrunner from Wily e. Coyote. And it just, like, they actually look cool and different, right. and I can't wait to see what their typing is. I just was so excited, because mm. I would not have expected them to add new Galarian forms. No. Which means that I can still believe in Galarian Arcanine. I can still believe in my oh. heart of hearts that we may get him. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I do think that there will be more Galarian forms because you can't just have Slowpoke and the Legendary Birds, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. I would assume they would have at least one or two more, and that was their big marketing push right. leading up to it was, like, we're announcing the Galarian forms one by one. And what I think is also alternatively cool about that is it could also introduce new Pokemon in that, like, Obstagoon existed, right? Right. So, like, they could do something like that again where there's a third form that's new. Um, there are new legendaries. Yes. I cannot remember the Cub Fu is like a weird Kung Fu bear that evolves into one of two different Kung Fu bears, yes. depending on which version you have. Which is dark fighting and then water fighting. Water fighting, baby. Sure. <laughs> and then there's that like weird the deer. The weird freaky deer that's got the big brain. Yeah. That like originally looked like a rabbit, and then they showed the drawing, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" The other nice thing is like, although you can't catch the Pokemon if you don't have the expansions, like you can at least acquire them in different ways, either through trading or yeah. bring them over through home. So like, they're not hiding these two hundred more Pokemon like behind the paywall. Yeah, you just you can't just catch them in the. You game. can't just catch them, and so I wonder if this means that they will add a national decks would be hilarious because i don't know how you get around that like what is your talking point on that because you can't just have 200 new pokemon and then not have them have pokedex entries so like i don't know how you really do that or you download like the pokedex expansion i i don't fucking know it's just weird yeah um and the the stories look interesting right like they tried to say that they are the first one you train with mustard Mm. In a dojo. The character's name is Mustard. He's an old weird old guy. And, like, you train with him in a dojo, and so that'll probably have, like, a series of interesting battles and, like, some plot, quote-unquote, to get Bear Fu mm. or whatever. And then the Crown Tundra will probably be the other one, and you... It's like the weird psychic guy that's with Slowpoke is in right. that one, or it's a girl, depending on which version you have. Yeah, he's psychic and she's poison? Something like that, yeah. So that's why I think the evolved form is psychic poison. <clears throat> because they said that uh, Galarian Slowpoke is just psychic. Are you sure psychic? Because I thought it was spitting fire. It does look like that, but they said he's pure psychic. Or at least that's what Bulbapedia has it listed as, so they okay. got a press release with more information in okay. it or something. It looked like fire. That's I. So at first it, I thought it looked like fire, but then it looks kind of like acid. Okay. So sure. I, I don't know. Who knows what it'll be. But that that's interesting. Um... 
they said that you will get a key item called the experience charm. So if you weren't getting enough oh, experience, yeah. you can get more experience now. They're bringing back the thing from Gold and Silver with the apricots where Kurt would craft them into special Pokeballs. They are bringing that back. I don't know who will craft them, but they are bringing back apricots. And they are bringing in new move tutors. Right. So you'll be able to teach additional moves and interesting things like that. And obviously, I would assume this, they didn't say that, but there will be probably more TMs and TRs for moves that mm. were not brought in or they're right. bringing them back in. Like, it just... Oh, and then the other thing they showed, but we're like, we can't really talk about this, was they showed a uniform that had a bunch of sponsors on it and was like, there will be new interesting battle opportunities. We'll talk more about that later. If I can just fucking go around and fight people to earn sponsors, I'm all about that shit. So, I... It, this is basically adding the post game that I wish the game had. Right. And so, like, on the one hand, that kind of sucks, right? Because the, I just think the game should have been better in general. But I'm not going to be pissed off when they add this stuff and I am excited about it. I, and it looks like they're actually trying. I didn't look anything up because I, the, so, the discourse of Pokemon is just so toxic. It is so toxic. I assume everyone is like... This should be free. So I, I have not seen that. I actually, what I what I have seen on my Twitter and like just looking at forum threads, people seem to be excited that okay. there will be more Pokemon. Well, that's good. But I guess. during the chat, mm. people were like fucking paid freak and all these like cut content. This should have been in the main game, and it's like I. I don't know if that's true. Like I think that I've... I think that this has enough content on its own. Like sure. I have thought Pokemon games should have had more post-game content for the past, like, three generations. Right. So it's like, I don't believe this was cut. I think they just did the same thing they did for three generations. I, is it cut, or is it, like, they literally... There's so many hands in that pot, like, yeah. they, they can't just be like, we're gonna delay this game. They, no, I know, but at the very least, I do think that they were not going to add in the 200 returning Pokemon. That is possible. If, if they had this plan, because their whole marketing strategy right. was like, no, they will not be in this game, and we will never add them back to this game. And then they're like, what are the talent flames here? And you're like, all right, yeah, gotcha. Mm -hmm. We will charge you $30. <laughs> right. So, I, I don't know. Either their messaging was so... They don't even know what the fuck they're talking about, or those were not planned originally. But, like, if you think about they were planning these expansions, though, and, like, with new areas, could you imagine if the new areas were just, like, catch old Pokemon that you already have? I, I can't imagine that. That's <laughs> like, why I think it's... That's why I, I think there would have just been, like, Galarian Pokemon, and then the hook is, like... Yo, you beat it. There's more content now. Like, you can I, go yeah. fight these things, or there's easier ways to catch some of the stupid Pokemon that have, like, a fucking 1% spawn rate in a sandstorm or whatever the hell. So, I, I just, like... I flipped at the beginning of this. I was mm. like, you gotta be fucking kidding me to being like, okay, this looks like a decent enough showing. Right. And then when it's $30 for both, like, I... I people who play nintendo games exclusively probably aren't used to the expansion pass thing like right. zelda and then fire emblem were like the first two and smash i guess were like three games that didn't have that before and so people were like upset with smash on wii u that that was happening yes. because like i gotta pay for these things and it is 
it is interesting because I think they add cool new content in that way to stuff, but then some of their other games are just like, free content, blah, 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 and like they just throw it out there at you. Right. But I, I don't know. Like, I don't have a problem with this, especially if this is just replacing that third version and I only have to pay $30 well, exactly. and can just use the same thing. Like, I will take that. I will play the Isle of Armor in June and probably be stoked to pick up Pokemon again and be happier with mm -hmm. the product. I mean, it depends what they add, but, like, at a bare minimum, I'll be like, Lycanroc. Right. I'm a big fan. Thank you for 200 more Pokemon. And whether or not it actually ends up being a substantial thing, that's you know remains well, to be yeah, seen yeah. but people already really like sword and shield so yeah those people will eat up any more content that has yeah, to I'm come and like i hope that this improves my opinion of the games like this is going to be like a fucking kingdom hearts situation where people now don't remember what the base game is like and only remember what it's like with <laughs> the cool additional content yeah, yeah i will never forget <laughs> but that's fine i i'm glad that they are doing something <clears throat> cool and interesting I hope maybe this is where all of the cool new tech from cutting those Pokemon comes into play. Probably not. But I do think, like, I think by the fall we're going to be looking at this and be like, this feels like a complete game now. But I, yeah, I, like, I, my big thing about DLC and expansions is, is if I feel satisfied with the main game, like, I don't mind spending money on an expansion. Yeah. And, like, I was satisfied with Sword and Shield. I... I, I feel like I got my money's worth. Like, I, I, I was not satisfied with Sword and Shield, but the reason that I would want to pay for this is because this actually seems yes. like them trying a yes. cool new thing. Right. And, like, I really would like to support Game Freak in doing a cool new thing because yeah. I want them to continue to do interesting, cool things. Although, like, like, I need them to do interesting new things. At the same time, they don't need your money. I know they much. don't, and so that's oh, why right. I also think it's right. cool that they are even doing this is yeah, because yeah. it's so against the norm for a Pokemon oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, like, yeah. in the other ones, they weren't even patching it aside from if there was a game-breaking bug. Right. Like, you're not going to get free content. And the fact that I can turn on the game right now, download a patch, and see a new guy in an area is something that has never been done in a Pokemon game before. Occasionally, they're like, hey, here's a new Pokemon getting added or whatever. Yeah, like, or here's like, an event. You got to go to here's GameStop a legendary, for it. Yeah. yeah, but, like, that's not... I, yeah, I don't, that was the kind of stuff that I, I, I feel like should have been... There should have been a lot more outrage about, and yeah. nobody cared. Well, because it's free. I guess. You but can then, just go to GameStop. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but then you got to go to GameStop. I know, and I don't like doing that, but that's fine. And then, like, you know the GameStop employees were, like, hoarding it and keeping, like... <laughs> so they they have and, a new way of doing it now. You right. download this app, mm -hmm. and then you get it through the app as right. long as you connect to their Wi-Fi. So they've fixed that portion yes. of it. Because yes. <laughs> you know, like, they were like, oh, I'm going to grab some for yeah, my friends. Yeah, like, I've, and, like, I've got a handful of codes mm -hmm. for Deance. So, right. Well, I can't get one now. Fuck mm -hmm. you. So... Which, I mean, they're working at GameStop, so, like, yeah, whatever. Do little, what you gotta do, man. Whatever little benefit you can get, <laughs> I guess. So, yeah, I'm excited about the Pokemon DLC. Yeah. And it was just, like, thing after thing where I was looking at it and being like, oh, yeah. I'm so ready for that. Like, I, when they showed Lycanroc, I lost my brain. And just, like, the characters look interesting. Mm -hmm. They apparently realized people really like Marnie, so now you can dress like Marnie, cosplay action. There's new shirts and, like, new interesting, like, ways to dress up your character. You can actually change the hair in drastic ways now. Like, it just... Things that maybe should have been in the main game, right. like, in terms of the hair stuff, but, like, I'll... It's okay. I'll take it. 
it's $30 adding on to a thing I already enjoyed enough. So, you know, it's fine. Now, they didn't mention Pokemon Sleep. I know, well, that's not for a Nintendo Direct, I don't think. A Pokemon Direct? Well, the Pokemon Sleep was announced at an, in a stream made by the Pokemon Company, not a Direct. Okay. So I'm just wondering, like, is that going to work with this game, or how? Well, that so they work? also don't ever talk about like Pokemon Masters and things in Pokemon Direct. So right. I, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just did that. That stuff I think is completely separate from Nintendo. Right. So yeah, they didn't mention Pokemon Sleep. Pokemon Home will come out in February. Yes. That still seems so far away. I that I don't know, man. I'm not a fucking programmer. I you already had Pokemon Bank. How much harder can it be to just be like now it's on the Switch? And I feel like the tricky part is bringing Pokemon Go into that. Maybe, but like they already did that with uh, Let's Go. Yeah, but Let's Go used the Pokemon Go stuff. It did, but I guess I, I don't know. But the same thing happened with Pokemon Bank, so it's not even like that's right, right. an excuse. It just seems weird, and then it completely changes the fucking meta of the game if you can actually transfer in the Pokemon models that are in the game now. Like, if all of a sudden you can just have Venusaur in there, even though he's not in the Pokedex, like, that could shift that kind of stuff. Right. It's, just, it's weird. And I, I, I can't tell if it's just them taking forever to make it or if it's an intentional delay to like build excitement for when you can finally transfer your pokemon but what's weird about it is like most people who are way into pokemon will have finished the game months before this yeah, comes yeah. so i <laughs> it, i don't know man is it to get people to come back i don't know maybe yeah, but i mean they have the expansions for that now too so well just, yeah you get yeah. the pokemon home in february then you're gonna get them back in june and then you're gonna get them back in the fall i I guess, yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting times. Yes. All right. So that's all we got for the news. That was uh, probably our longest news section we've had in weeks. Well, yeah, because something actually happened. Yes. So that's interesting. Yeah. Things Things are are starting to occur again. Yes. Yes. Uh, So we'll move on to what we've been playing, which Which, for me is nothing, really. So this will be like the shortest game yeah. section we've probably ever had. Uh, Bayonetta. Yes, you I've, played. I've been playing through Bayonetta. On the Switch? On Xbox. Interesting. Because it was cheaper to get the 360 version. That is true. And it's backwards compatible. Yeah. So I could just play it on my Xbox One. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I before I like buy the Switch version or whatever, I can get this for like very, very cheap. Mm-hmm. So I just was like, I want to try this because I really liked Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, this is like in that same vein. It is because uh, Kamiya was the director of Devil yes. May Cry 3 and he's the director of this. Yes. So I was like, there is yeah. definitely similarities. Mm-hmm. As I'm playing through it, I do think like I, when I think of Devil May Cry, I'm thinking of five. Mm-hmm. And this feels actually, I think this feels a lot more like uh, God of War. The older style God of War games, not oh, like I the new one. Really, feels like Devil May Cry three. Well, I meant more just like there's not a lot of like like cannon fodder enemies, and it's a lot of like bigger mm, boss battles. Is, yeah, and that's where I'm saying yeah, like yeah. it feels more sense. like God of War because like they are just like just boss. It's basically boss rush. They rush the game. It seems like 
I don't know how long ago it's been that you've played Bayonetta. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I agree with that. It's. I mean, to Maybe. me, it is just Devil May Cry with a girl mm. character. Okay. Because like you still get the same style ratings per room. You do. But the, it's it's weird because like, I think it seems like it is a boss rush thing, but, but I that's don't know because if... the rooms are there are not that many rooms and it is like those are shorter games. It's like weird. Yeah, I don't know if like they're bosses or they're just like really large enemies. They that might take just be up. really large enemies. I mean, I haven't played it in a long time. Yes. but this is one of the few games that I actually played through multiple times on multiple difficulties. Like right. I, Bayonetta one, I am mm-hmm. a huge fan. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know though. I mean. I'd have to play it again to, like, determine my... yeah Because, I, like, I there know. are these, like, fodder enemies. There, for sure, yeah. But then, like, like you kill, like, five of them, and then now you're fighting, like, Yeah, an you're enemy. kicking buildings at a yes. something, yeah. Or there's, like, an enemy that is, like, a giant head with two dragons <laughs> yeah. attached to them. <laughs> uh-huh. And then you're suplexing them off a building. Yeah, for sure. It's, a, it's like, it, it is crazy buck wild, and that, and, like, that stuff didn't happen too often in... Devil May Cry no, 5. No, not really. It, there were just a lot of like fodder enemies and yeah, then like yeah, occasionally yeah. bosses where mm-hmm. this this is a lot more... more yeah, there um, are a lot more larger enemies yes, for sure. Yes, mm-hmm. Um The one thing that like I kind of understand why 3 would be difficult to make mm-hmm. because this game just starts out buck-ass wild and then it has to... <laughs> Just keep <laughs> ramping up. So two is insane yes, in that regard. Like it starts with them like fighting on a fighter jet, right? And it is like, and it's like Christmas time, right. and Rodin is dressed as Santa. It's fucking weird, right? Right. But I think that that is the part of two that I did not like. But that right. But what my point is, like, they have to keep topping themselves. They do have to keep topping themselves. But that's the thing that I think is weird about Bayonetta two is I feel like it starts in that weird bombastic manner, right? And then the second half, I was just like, I don't know, mm. because I actually find I actually like the story of the original Bayonetta. Like, I think that it is actually compelling enough on its own to be interesting. That's another thing that's surprising me. Like, I didn't expect this. <laughs> oh like, no, yeah. Seems- like, <laughs> I, I would not have expected to actually like personally enjoy the story of Bayonetta but I actually do really like it and then two is like they don't focus as much on that and then they add that fucking annoying character Loki and I don't like playing as him in comparison Mm. to playing as Bayonetta so I I don't know like most people like two way more than they like one but I am on the opposite end of that spectrum where I think that yeah, I don't like the weird, crazy stuff in two. Just doesn't impress me as much as right, it did in right. one, because you do some fucking crazy oh, shit yeah, in yeah. one, and it's wild. Whereas mm. in two, it's like, I mean, this is kind of crazy, but I yeah, have yeah. seen things like this. So yeah, I don't know, but I, I Bayonetta one, I very much enjoyed right. at the time and still look back fondly yes, on. Yes, yes. So. Yeah, I mean, like I was going into this like, oh, it'll just be a fun thing to just kind of like mash some buttons and weird yeah. stuff happens. And, but and I was like, oh, this will be a great podcast game. And then I, the first probably like half hour of the game, it's probably twenty minutes of cutscenes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is a game that I was not expecting. Yeah. So there, there is a lot more just cutscenes and story. Yeah, there's than, a lot. There's a lot going on right now. I ran into a little girl and she's called me mummy. <gasps> yes. And I'm just like, I don't know what's going I on. I actually here. think I wrote the giant bomb wiki about that character. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Uh. <laughs> 
I'll have to go back and look to see if it's still there, but mm-hmm. I wrote a lot about that character and a, a different character in that mm-hmm. game. Because I I was, like, the only person in the world who was compelled by the plot of the original Bayonetta, <laughs> I feel like. I'm compelled enough to not listen to podcasts. Yeah, so, so like, I, I don't know. Like, I really like that game, and I look right. back on it fondly, whereas 2 was just, like, I felt like they were trying too hard, almost. Yeah. Well, that's kind of, like, my point. Yeah, is like, 3, I, so I don't know yes. what they're going to do. Did you ever watch the documentary, the Horizon Zero Dawn documentary from no clip did not know because like he like actually herman the the guy who's now head of like sony Mm -hmm. he was talking about like basically what i'm talking about here where like you have to avoid doing like what is the coolest because you just keep adding cool things on the cool things and then it's just like you have a shark with a laser and a saw (laughs) and it doesn't make any sense but it's like cool and i feel like with bayonetta like right off the bat they're like what's the most bombastic crazy thing we could do they did it and then they're like now we have to top it yeah but the thing and at a certain about the difference i think between bayonetta and horizon zero dawn is like for horizon zero dawn even though it is like a fantastical fantasy world it's still somewhat grounded in reality i'm not like they try yes i'm not comparing the two i'm just pointing out like like, you have to like keep topping yourself when you you start out this way (laughs) and like it's fine for one game i think it's going to be really hard to do for a second game and then if you got to do that for a third game like you just kind of go like where do we go from here? Yeah, I so I think the thing that they are going to end up doing is like with Bayonetta 2 where you play as Loki. Like mm-hmm. I think you'll end up playing as other characters as well. Right. And it'll go from there. Mm-hmm. But I because of how just ridiculous it is, they can just make it whatever the fuck yeah, they yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. Like I I was going to say something that happens near the end of Bayonetta that is something I will always remember, but you didn't get there. We, no, we no. can talk about it at a later time, but it's not even like it's just a weird Sega-related reference that is like, what the fuck is this game? Like, what is it, actually happening right now? Right. And it just bizarre stuff like that. Yeah, and like, do you want to explain to me why her suit is hair? She's a witch. Oh, okay. She's an umbral witch, <laughs> yeah. and that's why, Matt. <laughs> I do think it's weird that her, like, supers or whatever are called climaxes. It, yes, Kamiya <laughs> is a weird guy. So, like, there are, like, some really weird things. There's that, a like, lot of really weird things. And I just, playing this boggles my mind that she's in Smash. Oh, they, yeah. It's just, like, uh-huh. profanity. There's just, like, there's a lot. Yeah, profanity. there's a lot of profanity. It's very sexual a lot of the time, very. especially her. Yes. So it is just, the fact that she's in Smash is crazy. And I remember when they mm-hmm. announced that she was going to be in Smash, and I was like, really? That's mm-hmm. happening right now. And it makes me think, okay, maybe, you know, all this time I've been saying, like, I don't think they would do Doom. No, but they could do Doom whatever. Guy. That's why when now they that, added Bayonetta, I was like, they can do whatever. Like anyone can be in this game. It doesn't fucking matter. Now that I have the context of Bayonetta, like I, I feel like is Bayonetta two basically the same in that regard? Um, maybe. Do they tone it down in that terms of that that regard? Mm. Like I feel like she, her clothes are like she's not showing cleavage in her suit in the second game. Does she get completely naked? Well, like, uh, she I mean, doesn't like get more completely... or less. Yeah, still okay. she does. But in her they, climaxes. Yeah, and they like changed her hair, so it's like a shorter haircut. Like she just seems overall less overtly sexual mm-hmm. in the second game. I mean, there are still points like that, obviously, right, right. but it just, it's definitely toned down in that regard. Like she's not always sucking on a lollipop, and <laughs> it, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah like, lollipops. Uh-huh. 
Like, that, there's a lot to Bayonetta, I think. And one of so one of the things I actually at the time I remember people being very upset that she was like really overly sexualized. Right. I as a character, I don't think that it's like a terrible sexist thing because she is like Confident. A super strong, confident female character right. who I think is really cool. Like, yeah, I think yeah. they do a good job of just being like, oh, she's a badass and, like, doesn't give a fuck what anyone thinks and, like, is just a cool character. I do wonder, like, if that came out today. Yeah. If it would be... Because, like, it's gotten even, like... I don't want to say worse, but it, it's definitely gotten... Like, that's been put under the spotlight a lot more yeah. now than it was in 2010. Uh-huh. So I do wonder, like... I feel like Bayonetta 3, it wouldn't be as big of a deal if it's just another sequel. Yeah. But, like, if Bayonetta was, like, a new thing a coming new out... character, I wonder how it would be taken. I, yes. But, I, yeah, like, I always thought that she was just a cool, confident character right. and, like, I, I don't know. That's a good thing to have, I think. I mean, there are are certainly women that are cool confident i know i, I agree they're like, proud I, of their sexuality yeah, and like, that's, yeah that's, that's fine yeah so like i wonder yeah i think it could go 50 yes. 50 if yeah. she wasn't released today like people would be like oh this is a cool character that is interesting and confident right. and all that stuff or it's like oh god this well, is kind what, of sexist what's happening i think it would look a little better if like a woman was the producer probably as well yeah camille is weird but the other part of it is like she is never like, uh, like hit on in weird right, ways right. by the male characters. Like Rodin is just like I don't know, man. You are, you shop here, yeah. <laughs> and, and like he, he just like doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think that goes a long way with that too. Is she's not just being like people ogling her every moment of the fucking game. Although she's making, like, sex jokes. She does, yeah. It's, it's, all, yeah. Because there's, that, like, there's, like, I can't think of his name, but there's that human guy that, like, she killed his parents. Oh, yeah. That's, like, keeps showing up, and, like, at one point she definitely makes a sex joke directly to him. Yes. Uh-huh. So... Yeah. She's a proud uh, proud woman. She is. <laughs> uh, so you have also been playing... A, another classic. Another classic product that I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Yes. Koji Igarashi's masterpiece. I quote-unquote finished it last night. I saw oh, credits. Wow. okay. But, like, it was only, the, like... The true ending occurs after that. Yeah, I mean, like, I was like, I'm only... 60% of the, the map I have, mm-hmm. so, like, I have a lot more to do because technically that map is, like, 200 and, like, 3% or something yeah. so like th- that. so this is my question to you as someone who had not played Symphony of the Night mm-hmm. and played Bloodstained, his yes. new game that is supposed to be like it. Yes. Is it hard to go back to Symphony of the Night? No. No? Like, does it still feel good to play? There's only one aspect that I got really annoyed with, and it was last night. Do you remember all the abilities? You get, like, the bad ability and the missed ability. The missed ability does not work well. (laughs) That's fair. Like, like, you have to, like, use it to phase through Through, gates. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was at a place and I was like, I am confident this is what I have to do. I have to jump up and just phase through it. I just kept trying it over and over and over again. I eventually had to give up and I was like, is this not even, is this the mist ability? So I had to Google, like, how do you do the mist ability? (laughs) And apparently a lot of people had this issue and you have to, like, get a running start and jump at, like, and push the button at, like, a 
certain point and get the angle just right so you can phase mm-hmm. through this. So then, and that's how you get the bad ability. And you're like, yeah. so like that aspect was just frustrating, which that's just like old yeah, game that's design. Yeah, PS1 action. So like, other than that, I think it, it feels just fine. I mean, yeah. I'm enjoying it just as much. Okay. Um, the voice acting is a little Oh off. my god. <laughs> if there's one aspect of this game that does not hold up... It, so this is one of the first games I remember mm-hmm. having voice acting. And, like, <laughs> they recorded this in a cave. <laughs> like, I... <laughs> I swear to God, like, you can right. hear the echo in mm. some of the recordings, and it just, like, the fucking what is a man speech <laughs> is, like, a meme now, but it, oh my God, it's so bad. Oh, it is. It's rough. It's fucking crazy. And th- th- thankfully, that's, like, the least important part of oh, that yeah, game, yeah, yeah. because there's not really that much plot no, to it. No. But, boy, that voice acting is something it fucking is. spectacular. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, I would say I'm enjoying it as much as I like Bloodstained. Yeah, and I, I think that's one of the interesting things is, like, I, I always wonder if a lot of games that are considered, like, classics, mm. if someone were to play it now with context of, like, a newer version of it, or, mm. like, a, an iteration of it, right. if you go back to the original and you go, like, oh, well, the other game added this thing that, like, makes it way better. So it's, I mean, just, it's interesting to see. I mean, there's a few, like, uh, quality of life things with the new one where, like, the fast travel rooms you can kind of like pick whatever room you want to fast travel to and there's just a lot more of them there's a lot more of them yeah so that that's what i think is interesting is like symphony of the night was the first game like like that that in the castlevania series like there was not a the previous castlevania games did not have that similar type of map it just certainly didn't have leveling up or getting equipment so it was the first one to do something like that and now a lot of metroidvania style games Yes. that stuff like they do that and obviously bloodstained is the same guy who made it doing it mm-hmm. again but blowing it yeah i mean a, he did way a... larger proportions yes, with yes. batshit crazy lightsabers and stuff but yeah i i think that's cool that you are enjoying it and then mm. it holds up because i always wonder like if you were to give a game like that to someone would they just be like oh this sucks now? right and you're like oh it holds up i think part of it i think is it felt like I remember when I played it, I played it when I was in college and I remember liking the control. Like it just yeah, feels yeah. good in a w- similar way to like, I enjoyed the way dead cells feels like it just feels right to yes. me. So I think that goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And another thing is like, it was a 2d art style. Right. So it doesn't look like total dog shit no, by modern no. standards. Like it still kind of holds up. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> the, which I mean, like I'm not playing a game like that for the graphics anyways. I mean, yeah, like, but, but I mean, I mean bloodstained like, was not any, sometimes graphical. you like look at it and you're like, Ooh, this is ugly. Oh, like yeah, when yeah. I look at final fantasy sevens, original version, I'm like, you can't even tell what cloud is. No. Yeah. Like... So yeah, I think that also helps mm-hmm. it stand above. Yeah, and it's just it's fun to just run around that world and there's just something there's that there's a rush to it of just like is this next room a save room or am I like <laughs> or am I going to fight a boss and die? Am I going to get fucked uh-huh. and lose like 20 minutes of progress, you know, yeah. there's which I've probably lost like an hour and a half of progress of just, I did multiple yes. times, yeah. I mean, not at like once, like yeah, me, over but, the course of the whole game. Yeah, yeah, so far, and but yeah, I'm. Uh, there's a couple parts where I'm like, all right, how do I do this? Like the how to find the bat because like there's no way I would have. Yeah, like there's just no way I would have been able to to because I I couldn't get the mess to work, <laughs> and I was like, something just seems wrong here. Yeah. 
So yeah. that's cool. Glad. Yeah. And uh, you're playing Final Fantasy XIV? So I've been playing a bunch of random bullshit at various times. Uh, I resubscribed to Final Fantasy XIV because Nukio gifted me the expansion like such a kind friend. How much is like a monthly sub? Uh, fourteen dollars, twelve dollars plus some weird arbitrary tax number. So it was like fourteen oh two. I think I paid for a month. Wow, that's kind of pricey. Yeah, I mean it's like the same as a World of Warcraft subscription, I believe. Yeah, I'm I just, mean I guess I don't know what they are now, but I mean I'm just saying like if you kept that subscription for a year. So for context, I had only subscribed for two months prior to this, and I had played for a hundred eighty eight hours. Which you which you didn't just spend the twenty four dollars or whatever. You also purchased the game. And yeah, like you purchased, purchased the, the game, but like I have gotten more than my money's yes, worth yes. out of purchasing that stuff. And I, in the thirty days, I can probably get like uh, over a hundred hours again, Jesus. <clears throat> depending on how much Nukio is available to play. Right, because like right now he's been working since I did it, so we haven't been able to play so i've just been doing quests that i had missed and like cleaning up other things and it's still fun enough that's what gets me about mmos and why i try not to play them very often is like there is something about when you're not playing with friends or doing the harder content that is so mindless but i'm like ooh, experience and items and it just like hits the part of my brain where i'm like well i got i gotta do another quest we gotta keep going mm -hmm. the part that sucks and this is I, an unsolvable problem right. is that there are points where you have to advance in the story or in certain quest lines where you have to do a dungeon or a raid battle. No one is doing these. Yeah. I, I, I am two expansions behind. No one is doing them. So, like, you'll queue up for it, and it'll be like, uh, so they, they have tried to mitigate this by, like, giving players bonuses for just, like, entering a roulette, and they'll get thrown in. Right. But, like, usually I'll go into it and it'll be like, oh, your minimum wait time's like a half hour. So then, like, I just have to, like, do nothing or not something important for a half hour and make sure I'm paying attention because they give you, like, a 30-second timer to be like, oh, shit, everyone's ready. Are you ready? <laughs> and then, like, I, there was once where I missed it after 25 minutes because I had to go pee. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. I have to fucking queue for this again and hope that someone else is in this stupid roulette queue. And so, like, now the thing that I have to do if I don't want to just advance the plot is I have 14 of those. So I can queue for like five or there's a limit like five or six at once. So I'll queue for five or six at once and just hope that some of them are ones that people want for specific items or whatever. But that's a bummer. Right. And so like we will get to the new content and then eventually and that won't be an issue. But it just sucks because there is so much content in an MMO that has fucking four expansions or three expansions and has been out for years. Right. So it's like I can't go back and do the like major raids because they're all like eight parts and no one's going to do the first part that gets you nothing. They're all going to do the final part where you actually fight Bahamut or where you actually fight Alexander. And you can't do it alone? Yeah, like you because you need four in most cases you need four DPS people, two tanks, two healers. You need that many to do to do certain quests. Jesus. So some of the dungeons you just need two DPS, one healer, one tank. Right. And if they're lower level, you can unsync and just go in alone or with a friend. 
So, like, it's like, oh, now I'm level 60 fighting these level 20 enemies. That's fine. Right. Of course all the ones I have to do were my exact level, so I could never solo them. Oh, yeah. Why yeah. would that be any different? So that's annoying. Yeah, I see, I wouldn't have the patience for that. I mean, I, I do because I think that the dungeons are usually interesting enough in terms of right. mechanics, and I like a lot of the fights. But the good thing is it's not like back when those were new quests where it's like, oh, I have to grind Odin to get this mount or to get this weapon, mm-hmm. I can just do it once and be like, ah, oh, who fucking cares? I, right, I right. check the quest. Like, any item I get from newer content is going to be infinitely better than this. Thankfully, I don't have to worry about that. Right. So it feels like I am always at least making some type of progress, and there's so many fucking bars to fill and people to talk to and whatever. So you level up, right? You do. What level are you now? 61. And that took 180 hours? It did. So this... the. The main... You're not even leveling up enough to like for it to be a satisfying. Well, it's the main game is one to fifty, right? So then, when they put out the first expansion, that's fifty to sixty. That is as much experience as one to fifty. Jesus. And so then, but then you like, then so like... they added sixty to seventy, right? And so. That's why I could get to 60 at the end of this expansion. Like, why I was 61, normally you wouldn't have been able to do that. That is the same amount. And then now you go 70 to 80, and that's the same amount. Like, it's crazy. And there are a lot of ways to get bonus experience. Like, that's why people do those roulettes, like, where they would, in theory, help me do a dungeon. Is because it's giving them, like, 100,000 experience, where a normal quest I'm doing is giving me, like, fucking 6,000. Right. And that's not really worth it to do, but I might advance a quest that I need to advance or whatever. Yeah, it's it's weird, and I do like MMOs, but I think it's... Especially the way me and Nukio played, where, like, we... The new expansion came out, and right. then we played up to the one before it, and right. we're like, we're good now. Yeah. It's like, well, we should have just played up to that one, so then we could do it at a regular pace. So it, it is, especially when you're doing the main story and you fucking can't advance until you get people to join your fucking dungeon. And yeah, it's like, I just, we were here and like, we, I can't do anything else until you can you uh, join Are me. there like groups you can go online and be like, Yeah, hey, I could go online and say like, for the love of God, please, you gotta help me. Or please. we could join a guild or something. Right. It's just, yeah, I, that part is frustrating, especially when we get, we'll get into this second expansion and it'll be like, oh, let's wait for a half hour mm-hmm. <laughs> when we have this limited time to play this game. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like right now I don't care because I'm just doing a bunch of side quests that don't necessarily matter. So it's like, oh, I'm watching a video. I can wait right, for a half hour. Right. But like when we are in the main plot of the second expansion and we just want to get to the third one, I will get frustrated yeah, every yeah. time. So, and I think now I, Scott's probably going to play with us, so then I think we'll have to play old content. But then, like, you're playing the game. I know, and that's fine, and he's a tank, so we'll queue faster. <laughs> because that that's the issue, is everyone wants to play a, D- a DPS. Mm. And so when me and Uki are both DPS and we're queuing together, it's like, this is going to take forever. If I was a healer or a tank, boom, boom. Like, you would get in in a minute tops. But I, I'm not going to fucking start again as a tank, grind up to 60, and be like, time to rock! I, I, I assume there are, like, you can just skip expansions. You can, stuff, they, right? you can skip expansions now, and you can buy things that just start you at 60. Right. Yeah, I don't know. But the interesting thing about Final Fantasy XIV is 
you don't have to start over if you want to be a new class. You can just be like, I switched to this class, and now I'm a level one of that class, but then I could switch back. Mm -hmm. So you can have every class on one character if you want to. So at least that is cool. Right. And that way I can have some forms of getting better experience that would get me from, like, 1 to 15 or some Mm -hmm. stupid bullshit in, like, one shot. I don't know. I I like it as an MMO, and I... The story is actually compelling, which yeah, really heard. pisses me off because it it would be much easier to play if I could right. just mash through all the dialogue. But then I'm like, oh, I want to pay attention. And mm-hmm. That sucks sometimes. Yeah, because as far as I understand, like World of Warcraft, you do not have to pay attention to that. I mean, it depends if you want to or not. Mm-hmm. And th- this, though, you don't. I mean, you definitely don't have to. Right. But I the story is compelling enough, and then it only gets better each right. expansion. And you're like, well. I'm on board. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going. Yeah, the reason why I said that is because like I was just listening to the Game Informer podcast, and Andy McNamara was talking about a mod that he downloaded that basically skips all the dialogue, and it like so he basically doesn't have to talk to anyone because it it skips all the dialogue and it accepts like every quest, and then it turns in every quest, so that he's just basically. Just running around pushing buttons and leveling up. Yeah. And he's just like a big fan of just doing brainless nothing apparently. So that's the other thing that I hate about MMOs, especially this game where there's a lot of story, is you'll get into a dungeon with people who have already done it. Oh, And then they'll get mad that you did not skip the cutscene. And then they will also get mad that you don't know what you're doing in this fight you've never done before. Mm -hmm. They'll be like, well, you're supposed to watch a video of the whole fight beforehand. And it's like... That's not fun. <laughs> That's not fun. And it's also not like I'm over here fucking trying to like do a real raid right. with people who are like geared up for a raid. I'm trying to fucking fight this thing from two expansions ago. Why would I just let me experience the game and then you'll wipe and people will leave and be like, oh, you guys fucking suck. And it's like, it's my first time in here. I don't know what I'm doing. Like you could explain it or I, I, I just, I find it baffling that I, it is expected. And pe- no matter what, even in the new expansions, the first time people will be like, well, why didn't you watch a video of this? Or why aren't you <laughs> skipping the cutscene? And it's like, because I paid money for this product. Yes. I just want to experience a story. So that's why if I do end up playing with Nukio and Scott, it'll be better because we'll have at least three people who will be like, all right, get fucked. We're watching the cinematic. I'm not skipping this. That drives me nuts every time. Every wow. time I'll get out of the cinematic that's like a minute long and people will be like, ooh, we got to start a fight. And you're like, <laughs> oh my God, it fucking kill me. And I, I have had experiences with Nukio where I didn't skip the cinematic and then they had already gone into the fight and it locks me out of the fight so I can't even participate because they started for too long. And it's just like, c- come on. I just want to pay. I paid for this game. Just let me experience it this way. No, you're gonna get a hilarious amount of experience for something that you've done 300 times. Just let it, let it go. You need to watch the cutscenes in YouTube, which is what people then say. <laughs> and it's like, but then I'm still picking up these other fucking quests that like deal with the plot. No, 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 no. Oh my god, I hate it so much. That's my main pet peeve, and that's like just an that's an MMO thing. And like people who seriously play MMOs would probably be like, "Oh, you're the what's wrong with MMOs?" And it's like, then why did why do they have a story? Why did they write the plot for Final Fantasy XIV? Excellent question. And fuck off, everyone. Ugh. Yeah, that happened last night when I got into one. The guy was like, oh, you're supposed to be doing this thing. Like, he'll turn you into a chicken, and then you got to stand in front of him while he blows the bubbles, and then the bubbles stack on you, and you got to go do this other thing. I was like, how the fuck was I supposed to know that? 
if you were a healer, you could just heal. I, exactly, <laughs> and that's what, and that's why I also don't want to be a tank, is because with the two tanks, then if there's multiple enemies, you have to pick who's aggroing what, mm. and like. I'm just, it's okay. Right, I will right. be the damage boy. And of course I picked one of the hardest damage classes to play. So instead of just mashing the buttons like a mongoloid, I have to actually position myself depending on what move I'm using and stuff. Mm -hmm. So then people are like, you're not positioning correctly. And it's like, I'm trying. The enemy spins around. I'm not good at this. Why is everyone so mean? I just want to have a fun MMO time. Everybody's yeah. so mean in MMOs, Matt. I could see it. It's fucked up. There's a reason why I play <laughs> offline. Oh, everybody's so mean. Because then I can just be like, I'm just going to play some Castlevania for a half hour, run around, kill things, and level up and be happy. And I can, I'm technically doing that in 14 right, right. now, except that now You're I, leveling up a lot less than I am. I'm I leveling up. I have not leveled up one time since yeah. I started playing it again, and I <laughs> yeah. will not for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, see? But the good news is... The next expansion, I start at 60, and they mm. expect you to not get to 61 for a long time. I'm ahead of the curve, baby. 61, Sweet. halfway to 62. Yeah. I did, people are mean in MMOs. That's the yeah. main takeaway here. Yeah. I know there are nice people. I'm not a blanket statement, but most people I interact with in MMOs that I do not know are well, super shitty. I feel like most... Of the quote-unquote good guys are probably in their own guild and playing with oh, their yeah, own Oh, yeah, and they're, like, helping their own friends. And, and then, like, the shitbags are the ones that who can't be in a guild <laughs> and nobody wants them. That's almost certainly true. And so, yeah. like, you're getting those people. Like, I remember one time me and Nukio queued for a really old dungeon, and it was two people who were in a guild together. And he's right. like, oh, have you guys done this before? And I was like, no. And he's like, oh, cool, I'm running this new guild member through it as well. Mm -hmm. And then he, like, explained what to do in each situation, and I was like... Was this the MMO experience? <laughs> Is this the legendary right. thing I've heard about? And then he was like, alright, cool, good games, guys. We did it. Bye. And it was like, oh my god, we should join this guild. Because <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Because <clears throat> yeah, it's way easier than just getting... I, I bet there's like a guild that's just called like, I want to play through the story or something. Right. And then people just queue up to go help people run through the parts they need help with oh yeah i'm sure i'm sure i just i usually just don't want to have to deal with planning more than with just nukio yeah to man. actually have a thing done like i just want to be like can you play okay let's go and the other thing about a guild is like it's not just about you you want yeah you want to help people. other people and, and it's like i will help nukio yeah yeah but i'm that's where i draw the line mm -hmm. I, and anyone who decides to come into this thing with us I will not purposely die. <laughs> it will just happen. Is, are you, like, punished for multiple deaths? It depends on what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I, I also had to, like, relearn how to play because in the new expansion they deleted half the monk skills, which is what I play as. So then I had to learn my new rotation and get rid of the skills that they deleted from the game. Mm. And It was easy enough to figure out, but it right. was, like, the first hour was, like, how do I do this again? Mm. Thankfully, it was not as hard as it could have been. Right. So, With that, we will move on to uh, part three, which is looking ahead to 2020. Yes, which um, you said you added some games. I did add some games. Very I see exciting. one of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll 
get into it, but I did this alphabetical. And then I filled the rest in alphabetically. I I know we did this before and you didn't notice that. Maybe it was last year one year Me, ago. It, it, was, it was last year because I just added in like 12 games yes. at the bottom and was like, oh, <laughs> alphabetical. <laughs> so this year we're actually going to be in like I, alphabetical I order. I tried my best. Throughout. I may have fucked one up. Oh, that's all right. But... You know. I did my best to just kind of to pick games that I thought both of us would, or at least one of us would be yeah. interested in, and so like you adding some, it makes sense. Yeah, like, I I did my best. Yeah, to like pick. you tried not to add the Fast and Furious <laughs> game, but I was not gonna let that fly. I forgot about it. Highly anticipated because <laughs> I went to like websites of like top fifty games of twenty twenty. Surprise, surprise! What? Not a no, single website. <laughs> You know that it is going to be one of the top 50 games of 2020. Surprise, surprise, that game was not in I, any of those lists. You know, they just they just don't get it. They, sure, they just sure. don't understand I, what yeah. it's like uh-huh. to be a Fast and the Furious fan. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I would be willing to bet there is a lot of overlap I do. <laughs> between video game outlets and fans of Fast and Furious. I would also assume that. <laughs> and everyone has the same thoughts about that game. But anyways, we're going to get into it. Uh, 12 Minutes. Yes. was shown at E3 last year. Was it, didn't, wasn't it originally shown at the Game Awards? No, I'm pretty sure it was E3. This uh, is at the Xbox. One, this is the one where the guy... Yeah, time, time reset. I swear to God it was the Game Awards. I'm almost positive it was E3. Because there wasn't a ton of things at E3 that excited me, but I'm pretty sure this was one of them that I was like, oh, this was really kind of cool in the Xbox. Uh, okay, you might be right, because there's no way I can quickly find this answer. Right. I remember it being at a Game Awards thing, because they talked to the dude about it. Uh, anyways, it does look very cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just like every 12 minutes, time resets. Mm-hmm. And it does seem like it's going to be kind of like Outer Wilds. But like Outer Wilds, you're going out and exploring. Yeah, whereas this, this it's all like takes place in the room, in basically. The, yes, and like you're just trying to get some information out of your wife because a cop is coming in. But he's not really a cop. And or, then he, you kill him and you can kill your wife. I, the, the situations seem to veer off after a certain point, but you always yes. keep the knowledge of like... What happened? Yeah, all the... It's June 9th. Okay, so it would have been, yeah. E3. So, yeah. That was... So, we haven't really heard anything since then? No, so, yeah. I I would assume that it's one of those things where it's a smaller indie project, so mm-hmm. they'll just release it when it is ready. I, Which hopefully means this year. And if, if I'm remembering correctly from E3, a lot of those titles were like, hey, this is going to be a Game Pass game. Yes. I, I don't recall if this one it, was Yeah, that. that's what I was... But it could be just like, yeah. hey, this is on Game Pass now. So. But yeah, it just was an interesting thing mm-hmm. where like you keep the knowledge of the previous thing. So like in the beginning, right. you'd know your wife is lying and you say, tell me about this thing. And she'll be like, "What? how did you even know that? And yes. you're like, it doesn't matter. You got to tell me I, about... The we don't have movie. time. Yeah, like we don't have time for mm-hmm. this. There's going to be a cop who's going to come through right. the door and she's like, how the fuck do you know any of this? And yeah. like, ah! See, like, that seems interesting, but like, if you have that same conversation, like... 30 times well i bet at a certain point you would just start and get up from the table <laughs> yeah. just not even bother talking to her like you would just I, yeah. go into another room or do something else hopefully and it's not just like you're like it so yeah yeah 
Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. This is a hot Animal Crossing release that comes yes. out in the mid to late March. Which it was delayed. Um, on the Switch. It was originally supposed to grace us in 2019. Could have been 2019's Game of the Year. I was going to ask, do you think this would have <clears throat> been your Game of the Year? Uh, I mean, I like Outer Wilds for <clears throat> very specific reasons, so right. I probably would have been number two, I think. Okay. Because Animal Crossing gives me a special feeling inside mm -hmm. that makes me so happy. Right. And it's we talked about it before, but it's one of those things where I, I can't describe it to someone. Like, it's just like, I don't, I don't know, you pick fruit and shit. It's dope. I like Are it. Are you excited about the additions? No, I actually, the additions kind of detract from it for me a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to have to, like, craft a house and all this other bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I just want to be able to pay... <clears throat> pay cash to upgrade my house and then put cool stuff in it um but i mean they usually make new introductions to this franchise in good and interesting ways right so i i have faith that it will pan out and i mean I th one of the main reasons they delayed it was to just work on it more so i think i wonder if part of it was to do better tutorials and stuff like that just have everything flow together better part of it is probably <clears throat> nintendo was like we've got nothing yeah, and that's that's fair. Well, Breath of the Wild 2 should come out this year. Not in the spring. Well, not in the spring. But I, that's what I, I mean. Yeah, like yeah. They looked at the spring and they were like, oh boy. Oh, yeah, we got <laughs> coming out. Which is, for the past few years, has been the case. Where I just feel like the first part... Of, well, I, with the exception of Odyssey, uh, Breath, of, Breath the of the Wild. And then the next year... Like, that's because that's when they try to dump Yoshi's Yarny Boys, and... Yeah, and Like, year... they just dump a bunch of nothing games to fill a void, I feel like. Yeah, because they did Mario, uh, the Mario remake, Super yeah. Mario Brothers Wii U, yeah. new Super Mario... New Super Mario Brothers U... I, Except I, I had this discussion recently. I think the one for Switch is New Super Luigi Brothers U because it has the Luigi DLC and the original game. Maybe I don't know. Who, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that was that was actually a winner. That was like right at the beginning of the mm -hmm. last year. So. So yeah, I. I am excited for Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Right. One of my most anticipated games of the, the this year. I think. But it's one of those things where, like, I, you know if you like Animal Crossing or not. Mm -hmm. And people who like Animal Crossing are, are fucking yes. way rabid about Animal Crossing. Yes, they take uh, it very seriously. I also take it very seriously. It is, I enjoy it, and I can't wait to play it on the Switch, and it'll be so... <sighs> now, how do they all start kind of like the most recent one, where it's just like the first day, you're like, you do literally nothing? Uh-huh. But then you get to go around and talk to your neighbors and have fun. And, but, uh, like, you run out of things to do pretty quickly that first day, don't you? You do, unless you really like catching fish and bugs to make money. Ooh. Do you like catch fishing and catching bugs? For a certain amount of time. Okay. So, But especially at the beginning, because you know you're going to need a lot of money. So then it's like, ooh, get in there. And then there was like a weird exploit with New Leaf where you could go to the island and get bugs that are way more expensive and oh. kind of break the economy, which mm -hmm. I did. But yeah, I, it just is a fun, cathartic experience. Right. I, I don't know. And you play for like your fill each day. I mean, it's there's only so many things you can do or like advance, but right. then there's always ways you can make money or try to 
do weird, dumb fetch quests for your animal friends. This one seems like it's going to have more to do just because, like, people will come stay on the island and you can make attractions and mm. all kinds of weird shit. So, I... It seems like they're blowing it out in, like, a bigger way than just, like, weird house time. Right. So that, that, that will be interesting, I think, to see how that pans out and how people enjoy it with crafting and such. Yeah. I did not even know that this game had a subtitle, Assassin's Creed Ragnarok. It's not officially announced. Oh, okay. I mean, well, everyone knows it's Assassin's Creed with Vikings. Yes, and I'm pretty sure <clears throat> the Ragnarok comes from Patrick Sh- or uh, from Jason Schreier. Oh, okay. I'm almost positive he's the one who like, because like this has been rumored for a long time. It's not. I mean, it's real. Yeah, it's it, gonna be Assassin's Creed with Vikings. Yes, and, and I, I mean that makes sense with Norse mythology, yes. Ragnarok, and all that. So but. like that's the title I heard was Assassin's Creed Ragnarok. So I just put that. This is not officially announced, but yes, it is. Yeah, it is definitely coming out in the fall. Yeah. And it will probably be a launch title for the new console. The only reason why I'm like maybe it won't come out this year is because Ubisoft has a lot already coming out this year i will say that if like black flag this assassin's creed game is a launch title i might actually play an assassin's creed game and this would be like the new of like the new style it would be the new style because black flag ruled Mm -hmm. and it was a launch title on ps4 and it was like the main launch title that i played Mm -hmm. because the other games were like lego marvel and (laughs) a terrible need for speed rivals which was not a good need for speed game and it was like oh this i will play this a lot and i played it for fucking a billion hours so like if assassin's creed is like a good launch title Mm -hmm. that would be tight would you be most excited about a vikings yeah because i especially if it also deals with norse mythology like i this past year read a bunch of norse mythology books and stuff and so like i'm way into it that's weird that you still haven't played hellblade then that is weird because <laughs> like we got hellblade we got god of war and yeah and like I, I just like norse mythology stuff right. i find it to all be very yeah it's all very yeah. interesting so. And the other two, like the last two, have been very deep in like the mythology. Yeah. So I definitely expect like this, this to, to go the same. Yes. Yeah. And I, Vikings are cool. Yeah. Hopefully they have a sick Viking ship, you know? Yeah. And I. That's I, why it'll be probably closer to Black Flag. Well, I mean, Odyssey was. I mean, had the ship. Yeah, but. That's not as cool as I, Vikings, I mean, in I, my opinion. A Trireme is pretty cool. I, I just don't like that time period i guess i, I love i know you do so that's so much yeah. fun <clears throat> well this is going to be before way before that'll be way before the pirates yeah. and stuff because like i would estimate probably around like a thousand ad yeah so that that could be really cool mm-hmm. i am excited and this is going to be the origins assassin's creed origins team, team yeah so it probably won't be as big as odyssey yeah because well depends if it's on the new consoles maybe it will be i I, yeah i don't know because then they can do whatever (laughs) well like i don't it wasn't necessarily like the size of the map that was holding them back no i mean they could just keep making it bigger they could it would just be a bigger file size Uh, yeah so but because like the odyssey team is working on another game we're going to talk about the gods and monsters oh yeah that's true 
that's why I'm like I don't know because they have gods and monsters. They have uh, watchdogs. They have something else in this list. I'm pretty sure as well. I don't know. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 is coming out this year. It is. I still feel like it is a magical fever dream and that they will just delay it again. Mm. Because, god damn, that fucking gameplay demo is everything I dream of in a video game and I want it so bad. Uh, I think I will like this regardless of if it's actually good or not. Right. <laughs> like, I think if most people don't like it, I still think that I will like it. God, if this ends up coming out and, like, it's not as good as people are expecting it to be... Oh, I, I think it can't be as good as people expect oh, no, it to no. be. because Especially because it is coming out on PS4. Right. And, like, the crowd tech they showed in those PC versions is... It would never even run at 10 frames a second on a PS4. So, I... People, I think, are going to be very disappointed in that right. aspect when they're like, the graphical downgrade. I and it's going to be like, well, oh, yeah, yeah like, dog, of course. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? See, like, I'm more worried about the gameplay and stuff because, like, I think people forget how robust The Witcher 3's combat is. People, when people talk about The Witcher 3 and how much they love it, they're talking about the world, they're talking about the stories, they're talking about the side quests yeah. and how fully developed they are. Mm-hmm. They don't really talk about, like, how much they love that combat, which I know you, like, you yeah, I'm liked not, it generally. It's fine, right. because it, you can find your thing in right. it and just break that combat. But, like, there are enough options in that to do what you want to do yes, yes. at a certain point. So, like, I... I don't worry that much about it. I mean, it's a first-person shooter. Like, at what at what point is it, like, you shoot a gun? Like, I, I, I don't know. Right. But, like, for me, like, I'm kind of worried that it's going to be more, like, an immersive sim. Oh, it definitely is. Like, it's going to... Like, I don't think you should worry about that. I think that is the reality. Yeah, and, and, like, I don't really like Bioshock, and I don't really like Prey, and I don't mm. really like... Um, System Shock and, like, those okay, kind well, of shooters. you almost certainly hate this game. Yeah, like, that's why, like, I am very apprehensive about this yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, I know that regardless of what any of that is, I right. will like it because the cyberpunk world is, is fucking crazy. Right. And, like, they, CD Projekt Red just does such a good job of mm-hmm. building out worlds like that. Right. And I also think it's hilarious because the game they make after this will be another Witcher game because they just made a deal with the author of The Witcher again. Like, mm-hmm. they upped their contract. So, they're almost certainly just going to make another Witcher game after this. And the, the crazy thing is, they only made one game last gen, right? Or, I guess this is actually this gen, this is going to be the second. Second game for the generation, yeah. Because, like... Because the Witcher was kind of the original Witcher was just PC, and, and then the, the Witcher Two was, was the Xbox 360, 360 yeah. and then and then this then Witcher Three was like earlier earlyish in the generation, yeah, and this is like this. tail end of the generation. Mm-hmm. So, and I know like this game also has like weird ties to like the Polish government. So I, I'm they yeah because they like got it was, subsidized from it. A yeah, like, bit, yeah, and like I think they're getting like tax breaks, and like they had like as far as I understood like. The way that contract read, like, it had to come out in 2019, but I'm guessing they were able to be like, it's going to be 2020. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. so. I don't know. That That's weird. <laughs> yeah, like, I 
I am not excited about this game, and I feel like I'm the only person who likes video games and not excited about this game in, well, like, like, the I, world. It makes sense that you wouldn't be, though, yeah. because, like, you know that you don't like other games of that type. Yes. That's why I always think it's weird when, like, a game that is super popular is coming out and someone's like, I don't think I'll like this, and people are like, how could you not? And it's like, well, because I don't like anything else that's mm-hmm. like it. Right. That's why I never get excited about a new Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. It's because I know that people right. who like Call of Duty will love it. I will not. Yes. I will have a bad time, so it's like, I'm not going to buy it. Yeah, or yeah. look forward to it. It's fine. Like I this game I think is weird in that normally people would not be as excited about this. It's just because the, the Witcher 3 sold so much and like right. CD Project Red has the capability to make a good game, but this game I think has just as much of a possibility of being not good. Right. Is because the Witcher 3 is a third... Or the Witcher games are third-person action games. This is a complete flip to a first-person mm-hmm. game that is mostly a shooter. Right. Like, you could... I mean, that could go very poorly also the, <laughs> in a transition. And also the story could just not pay out. It, yeah. Because, like, they had the Witcher books to kind of, like, build that Yeah, that I mean, like, world they, they have, like, Cyberpunk is, like, a D&D, D&D game. D&D, like, right, you right. have so much to work off of. Right. You do whatever. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, like, it could just as easily not pan out. I just think that, like, I will like it regardless. Of I mean, or not I think it's going to get, like... A minimum of a nine out of ten on Metacritic. That would be, yeah. I I, I think it'll be <clears throat> probably around nine. I do think this is going to be in a lot of people's most disappointed like games probably, of the year. Probably, but that's just because like right the the gameplay demos they showed were obvious. They're all vertical slices right i mean that's that's what every demo is and that's why i always when people are like well the game was nothing like the demo it's like of course it wasn't man. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. it's a vertical slice to specifically get you as excited as possible mm-hmm. and they polish that specific part until it's at a fine point so it, mm-hmm. ma- it makes sense right, that right. i i think people will be expecting a very specific thing and yes, it will yes. like not always be that thing and that yeah you're i think a lot of people will be disappointed by what <laughs> it is it, it, it's going to be a great game that people are disappointed Yeah, like, I, I have very rational stupid. expectations of what I yes. think this game is going to be, and I think I will like it a mm-hmm. lot. So. I'm still going to try it. I'm not going to... Yeah. I, I, this I will like a lot more than Death Stranding, or Death Stranding, oh, I was like... for sure. I have zero interest in anything about this game. Or yeah. this, I'm like, I'm tentatively interested, and I will definitely check it out, mm-hmm. so... And now, the game is going to get a 10 out of 10 on Metacritic Ooh. when it comes out. Digimon Survive! Ivory, Digimon, they do such a good job of making slightly different games. When they come out, like, there's the Cyber Sleuth games, which, which were... Which you really liked. Oh, boy. Well, I like Cyber Sleuth, but Hacker's Memory, the sequel, was a... Yes. Well, I would refer to as a garbage dump. Well, I remember the Cyber Sleuth was on your top ten list. It was. I did like Cyber Sleuth, but the sequel... Yes, I remember you not being a fan of that. Yes. But those are like turn-based RPGs, and then they went back to Digimon World New Order, which is like the original Digimon World games, which are like closer to like... You take care of pets, the video game, but then they fight as well. So then what is this? This is like Final Fantasy Tactics. So it is a grid-based tactics game, RPG. How many in your party? I don't know the answer to that. So this is weird because normally Digimon games come out every January, February. Right. This did not come out last year. Obviously it didn't come out this year during that time frame. And it is interesting because it is also not 3D. Like, the story part is visual novel, and then the actual battles are, like, closer to, like, PlayStation-era sprites. 
So I wonder if they had some type of trouble with this or they just were developing a totally new thing and didn't really know how to do it. It still doesn't even have an actual release date, but it is supposed to come out 2020. I mean, it was supposed to come out 2019. Right. So it's weird because usually they come out in Japan first and then here, but there is no Japanese release date either. So I have a feeling it will be like a late fall game here. Like it'll be like a tail end PS4 action would it surprise you if it just gets pushed to to january of 2021 yes because i think it would be too long since they put out a digimon game mm. like i mean they just re-released uh cyber sleuth and hacker's memory as like a package on the switch but that like I, I don't know like i would just expect them to have put out a game in a two-year time period right right especially one that looks like this but it looks really cool and i i like final fantasy tactics-esque rpgs and this yeah. is just that with digimon which i also like a lot mm-hmm. and it has its own unique story and stuff so i i am excited about this yeah because south park had that style and i really like yeah, that very similar to that um so yeah I, it just is mm. that kind of tactical game and i it's funny because a lot of people are looking at it and being like how could you go from cyber sleuth to this and i was like oh listen i think this actually looks a lot better than cyber sleuth in terms I mean, like, of like what it is you want like who cares how it looks you want like a deeper like RPG yeah, system. Yeah, I, I just want right. more Digimon games as well. well and yeah, usually yeah. they put out a bare minimum product that probably will like be middle of the road for most people, but I really like every Digimon game other than Hacker's Memory that they've put out mm-hmm. in a very long period of time. So th- that's cool. And I mean, like, like, I also think that because it is just a tactical grid-based game, it could also grab people who don't even give a shit about Digimon mm-hmm. and just be like, oh, they don't put out this type of RPG very much anymore. Just let me get in on that. Right. So that's cool. Sorry, I was looking at the list. Oh, I, saw, I saw Fast and Furious again. Yeah. I, I can't help but giggle. Yeah, okay. Because well, that Doom. game exists. <laughs> uh, Doom Eternal. Yeah, yeah. That's... Uh... Doom. Still mad it's not Doom 2. Again, they didn't just call it Doom 2. But, like, I think, like, they incorporated the end of Doom 2. Oh, this is just Doom 2. Well, yeah, but, like, yeah. (laughs) That's why I think it's funny. Yeah. Is they could have just called it that. But, But you know, then it gets confusing. Yeah, it's eternal. (laughs) It is. So, I, yeah, I don't. This is Doom. Like, it's going to be Doom again. Now you have a grappling hook. I was going to say, like, they took 2016's Doom. Except they give you a grappling hook that's connected to a shotgun, and you can grapple hook. I don't think you pull them to you, you go to them. Yes. Which, I mean, that makes more sense to a Doom game anyways. Yeah. So yeah, you just kind of grapple hook, and you fly over to them, and then you shoot them, and then they blow up. And then you shoot some more, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you continue shooting the demons forever. Uh, I still, I think about that one trailer that they released, I think it was last year, when he's just like walking up and everyone's just like backing away from him, and then they're like, you can't be here, and then they're like, oh, it's you. (laughs) (laughs) I I assume that's how the game's just gonna start, like, it's just gonna... Probably. You just walking up and then like, you just, basically you're into the thick of it within a minute of the game. Yeah, you just kill everyone immediately. Yes. Yeah, almost certainly. That would Mm -hmm. be very Doom-esque. Yes, because, like, the first one just, like, starts almost instantly. Yeah. So, there's not a lot to say here. It's the sequel to... It's more Doom. Yes. And and people will like it, I assume, so... This should have been my game of the year last year. (laughs) But, yeah, they It'll just be my game of the year this year, I guess. Yeah. We'll see. Bold mm-hmm. claims here right now. Do you think it's a bold claim? I do. 
What do you think is going to then? I mean, I don't know. I Probably an unannounced game. Mm. I would guess. There's a chance. There is. Because most of these things on this list are things that will come out in the first half of the year. Right. With the exception of, like, Assassin's Creed, but that's because it's a leaked thing. Right. And I, I, my thing is, like, a lot of times, like, launch titles aren't the greatest. No, that's true. But So, I, like, I feel like there's a good chance that, like... The first half of the year is better than the second but half. But usually of the year. companies also withhold announcements so that they can say that it's coming out in the second half of the year. Right. So like who knows? Maybe Batman will come out this year and you'll really like the Batman. There's a chance. There is a chance. Although I think it's gonna be the Montreal Ubisoft or the, the Warner Brothers Montreal. It's fine. It's fine. And that won't be as good as <laughs> whatever Rocksteady's working well, on. Well, we don't know that for sure. Well Montreal just Tweeted out another teaser. Oh, for fuck's sake. You didn't see that? No. Yeah, they well, did. Well, who cares at this point? They're dead. You can't tease it anymore. Just put it, give no, us the thing. Tease it. Oh, fuck that. All right. Elden Ring, mm-hmm. the new From Software game that they're working on with George R.R. R. Martin. Literally, nothing is known about this game other than they said it will be bigger than any game they have made so far. Mm-hmm. And I can assume it will just be Dark Souls, except with more of a story focus. Do you think this will be out? Uh, so they keep saying that it's coming out this year. Yes. I think that is a bold claim with how like, little information there is about the product. I feel like George R. R. Martin just started in like the summer. I who knows? But he would just be writing. Well, yeah, he's not making it. I know. So. But like they like whatever writers come up with like. <clears throat> has to coincide with whatever the developers are doing. People say that, but then Dark Souls is different. Yeah, I it's guess cuz you can true. do a lot of the story is told through item descriptions. <laughs> so like, Hopefully. I don't know. But they claim Hopefully. they claim that this is just like more plot focused. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. Right. Like, I am imagining something even much more plot-focused than Sekiro when they say that, which already had a pretty overt plot compared to Dark Souls. Yes. I just, they have not shown anything, so I wonder if this is one of those things where, like, at E3, there'll just be a shitload of coverage about Elden Ring, and then it just comes out two, three months later. Because I feel like that happened in 2018, because, like, with Sekiro, they just showed, like, the, like, the ropes and, like, the knots, and everyone thought it was had their assumptions. Yeah, it was like Tenchu, which it yes. basically is like Tenchu. Yes, but yes. this, yeah, they showed like a fucking weird teaser I mean, nothing. They basically the same thing they showed for Sekiro, and then like a year later, Sekiro came out. So like, yeah, it so is I, I assume it is like that. Like they mm-hmm. probably were actually working on it long mm-hmm. before, but you know. So yeah, there's not much about that either. It, right. They claim it comes out at that time. Yeah. But who knows. Uh, Empire of Sin, yes. which is John Romero's, uh, the creator of the original Doom. Yes. Uh, his new game. Yeah, which is just basically XCOM, but with... Gangsters. Yeah, from like the, the like the 20s and 30s. Yeah, and it looks really cool. Yeah. Uh, when my brother was trying to tell me he was going to beat 10 games this year, he looked at Empire of Sin and was like, well, that looks cool. Really? And I was like, all right, I'm holding you to that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, he just doesn't seem like the type that would like... I mean, he, he likes XCOM. Oh, he does? He likes all kinds of strategy weirdness. So. I, all I ever see him play He's is... been playing Civ Six for, like, the past three weeks. Really? Like, non-stop, all day, every day, yeah. So. That is... See, like, I think of him as, like, the fighting game guy. Who, yeah, he like... does. But, yeah, he... Other than that, like, the only other types of games he would play are, like, Skyrim-esque RPGs right. or, like, crazy Western RPGs like Divinity and shit. Right. So... 
Yeah, that that's very much, and mm-hmm. he would like that. He said the same thing about Gears Tactics, which I thought was funny. He was like, just, just make it the year of XCOM. Which, like, that he doesn't even have to buy. That is true. He, he could just not. do the, game, just pass the game Pass yeah. for, like, the one month or whatever. Uh, now, your game of the year. We're going to talk the about... Furious Crossroads, baby! Mm-hmm. We don't... I mean, everyone already knows that it's going to be a masterpiece, <laughs> and it looks really good graphically, <laughs> and it's going to tell a riveting tale in the Fast and the Furious universe can't wait have you watched this trailer since the game awards a few times okay because like i watched as i i told you like i watched it recently and i was like this looks worse than when i saw it from my memory at the game awards no it's i, I, I think I, it looks for worse for you i think it looks just <laughs> as shitty then i had a pretty good grasp on how shitty it looked I, then because it was like how could you do this to me? As someone who loves the Fast and the Furious and loves video games mm-hmm. so much, I feel like I'm being personally attacked right. by this trailer. Mm-hmm. And I still feel that way, kind of. But I'm trying to have a positive outlook, and maybe it'll be the funniest game to come out in 2020. I th- it could be accidentally the most funny That's game. what I mean. I, that, I, I don't think they're going to try to make it funny. Mm-hmm. I, I think it will be hilarious. <laughs> Though, because fucking look at it. Yeah. <laughs> And people doubt that I will buy this game. I no question will I purchase this product, <laughs> regardless of what it gets. Regard, like I don't care if it's fucking like a point five out of ten. I'm I gotta play. At that point, you have to. At play that it. point, you have to play because you gotta know how it yeah, could be yeah. so bad. Mm-hmm. But I, I gotta know like what is what is Michelle Rodriguez's voice acting talent like? What is Vin oh. Diesel's voice acting talent like? Poor. What is Will they get Ludacris? <laughs> Tyrese Gibson was in the trailer. He was, but was that his voice? Also, I, I asked that because like you look at the character model and you're like, is that Tyrese it Gibson? Is, that was Tyrese Gibson, <laughs> yes. But, oh yeah, man. Roman mm. Pierce, baby. Oh, I can't gosh. wait for this game. I wish we could fast forward time to then right now so I can just, play it. Just skip all the good games. Who who cares? Yeah, this, yeah. this is the one that I care the most about because like, whoa, what's happening? Hey. Can't wait. Oh my god, I just can't even fathom that this game exists. It was the, it was the final. It was the final one. The final announcement at the Game Awards. Fast and Furious Crossroads. It comes out in late May, the 24th of May, I believe. So, fucking get hype. Oh my god, that's like right before the the three-day weekend. I promise everyone I'll stream this game. I I promise. (laughs) These are bold... Live reactions to how dope the game is at all every turn. Someone might spoil the plot for you. That's fine. It doesn't matter. It's the journey. Is it? (laughs) Especially with this one. Okay. Yeah. What if it controls like shit? That will be a bummer. I think it'll control fight. The developer is known for making good racing games. I have faith that at least the driving could be okay. Okay. But the rest of it, I have no faith that it could be okay. <laughs> I think that I'll get a. I think that I'll get a moderately competent arcade racer that is mired in abject bullshit at every turn. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, so can't wait. May 24th, I believe. Get ready. 
<laughs> now a game that actually looks good. The Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out in pro- 52 days from now. Jesus. Uh, and that is March 3rd. I cannot... I am excited about this game as someone who doesn't like Final Fantasy VII as much as everybody else does. Mm. I think that people's nostalgia may be horrifically misplaced. And I'm convinced that most people don't even remember 90% of what happens in Final Fantasy VII. But I am excited about this. Mm -hmm. Uh, There should be a demo coming out at some point because it's uploaded to PSN. People have downloaded it, hacked everything out of it, and found out numerous things about the final game. Uh, there are you can watch video playthroughs of it on YouTube. Uh, it seems like with the hacked information, the game does go until you get out of Midgar, okay. which is precisely what I would have expected out of a quote unquote three part video game of Final Fantasy VII. Uh, who knows if that's actually the case? Uh, well, I can't get into the leak of the stupid demo, but this is. Going to be buck wild from right. every aspect. Will Final Fantasy VII fans like it? Will people who don't give a shit about Final Fantasy VII like it? Will it even be good? Is Square so. Enix capable of making a good video game in 2020? Um, who knows? There's one coming up that will be no. <laughs> I think this is going to be one of like the contenders for Game of the Year. I would like to think that. I, as someone who was skeptical about the original Final Fantasy VII, Mm. I am even more skeptical of its remake where they're changing a bunch of dumb bullshit. I think the combat looks interesting and cool. It is. I can turn it to turn-based if I want, though, which I may. But that's what makes it cool. Like, you can switch it up and 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 play your own style. Will it last the course of the whole three game series? Will I enjoy it still? Well, that's. But you don't have to worry about that. You only have to worry about the first one. And then you have like a four year break, and it'll be fantastic. <laughs> oh, God. I, and especially as someone who just like could not be more right. hating on Final Fantasy XV, like. I just, I don't have a lot of faith in Square Enix to do things that they're themselves making. So, I, I don't know. I It will probably be very good. Everything they put out about it lo- makes it look better. Right. Which even makes me even more skeptical. Yeah, so. I think I think there are four clear runaways, at, the, at least at the start of the year. And I think it's going to be... Doom. Cyberpunk, Doom... Uh, Final Fantasy and The Last of Us. Yeah. And with, like, Animal Crossing just kind of there. It's a weird nebulous thing. And, like... It's hard to compare to other games. And if, like, Breath of the Wild 2 comes out, that could be definitely... Mm -hmm. Like, it could be just a crazy year this year. I do not think Halo Infinite will be one of the contenders. Interesting. But that's because... When was the last time a Halo game was a contender for... Three. Yeah, Halo 3, probably. I mean, people have not been happy with Halo for a very long time. Or I guess Reach came out after Halo 3, so Halo Reach. Was Reach like... People really like Reach. I know people really like Reach, but there's a difference between liking a game and... No, I like... th- Halo Reach was very good okay. at the time. So, Like, definitely, like, four and five people were... Yeah, four and... F- but that's also a different studio. Well, yeah, and, that's, so... and so is Halo. And, and Halo yeah. Infinite is that same studio, so... 
Uh, Gears Tactics yeah. is Gears of War, but it's XCOM now. And it's going to be before, like, Gears of it War, is, the first it one? It is during the, what the fuck are they called? Uh, ex- what is it, D-Day? What is that called? I know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. What is that called? Oh, E-Day, because it's like... God damn it. No, it's the Something Wars. Why the well, fuck can't I think of... What is that? War in Gears. Gears of War. Oh, my God. It's going to drive me insane. Because it has something to do with... Like the fact that they are gears, right? It's like some stupid play on that. Oh god damn it! Anyways, I I think that this Emer- yeah, it's E Day, Emergence Day. Okay, Emergence Day. And then it's whatever the war that like because like Emergence Day is like when when the locust all popped out. It's the loc and then like the locust war. But like E Day is the first day that they all emerge. Yes. They... So I that game I think will be cool. Yes. I do think I will not play it. Right. But that's fine. Well, you, well, you're not invested in the Gears of War lore. And did you ever play an XCOM game? I did not. No. So like, never yeah. ended up playing an XCOM game. I mean, not. I would like them. I think I just right. never did. And then when there were two of them, I was like, oh well, now it's too late. Well, so. the second one was very broken as well it was very broken would have it would have crushed my life yes yeah, you so would have gotten would like been able angry yeah i wouldn't have been able to handle it it yes. was really fucked up from what yes. i saw you do but that it didn't bother me because it's like it didn't bo- it didn't affect the game i also i could have played it on pc too and it's fixed now yes but i now i will probably never go back especially to the first one because it's that was like 2008 2009 no that was like 2012 2013 oh really feel like that was so long ago because it was a giant bomb game of the year if you remember it was but they existed in 2008 yeah but (laughs) that's true (laughs) but i you're right it was definitely further than that yes uh the next game on our list ghost of tsushima yes and it looks like an open world samurai game yeah by sucker punch which is very interesting i think this is going to be very different from anything they've made before yeah, it, definitely. I mean, you won't be able to fly with electricity powers. No. And you also will not be a raccoon. So it is very different yes. from everything they've ever done. Yes. What if you can dress him like Sly Cooper? Mm, I feel like that would break immersion. But as like a cool unlock <laughs> for when you're done. Mm, that could and you're like, the raccoon is coming. And then you, you, know, you murder everyone and then the camera mm. slowly pans to Sly Cooper's face with blood on it. Perfect. Or a mask. <laughs> Just a stupid mask. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, this game looks totally up my alley. Yes, it looks I, like... I'm very excited. It looks like a game that was made for many. Yeah, and I hope that it is, because it is an open world game, I hope that it doesn't fall prey to most things I hate about open world games. Like, I hope they give you a decent enough reason for the game to actually take place in an open world. And the other thing is, like, the nice thing about Sony open world games a lot of times is, like, they're not just, hey, let's make this huge open world. They're like, Yeah, I mean, like, the last Sucker Punch game... Ah, fuck, I forgot about Infamous Second Son. I was specifically thinking in my head about Infamous 2. Right. Which, like, is it... 
I think it's New Orleans that it takes place in. It's somewhere in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like that open world. Right. But then Second Son and the original Infamous, I thought were like cool enough. Yes, and they they they're big, but they're not like yeah, they're this not is ridiculously sprawling. Like right. especially in Infamous One, there was a train track that circled the whole main outer ring of the city, right. so you could just get anywhere you needed to fast. I mean, obviously, this guy does not have magic lightning powers. No. So, I I, I just wonder how it will work overall. But it I looks s- cool and accurate to the time period. It's I mean, it's going to have a mount. You're definitely yeah, going to be able horse. to hop on yeah, a yeah. horse and just kind of go wherever you want to go. Yeah, so that's that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a long time since Infamous Second Son. Yes. So, they've been working on this for a while. Because that was basically a launch time. That was, like, it was right in the first few months of launch, yeah. So, so. I mean, they've been definitely, I assume, just trying some new stuff out. So. Yeah, and I, I hope that it turns out well for them. Mm-hmm. People people seem excited. Yes. So, that's nice. I th- it seems like people are more excited about this than The Last of Us. Just because, like, The Last of Us, you have a pretty good idea. Yeah, it's, like, more of a known quantity of, like, what the gameplay will be like. Where this is just kind of, like, what is this game going to be like, you know? Yeah. And now Glitched, I do not know. I am very excited. So this was supposed to be my game of the year of 2019. All right. It was supposed to come out uh, a couple days before I went to Japan, but I did not realize, so it was this indie team, they kickstarted it, and they were setting out to make this... RPG, which I've played the demo of, and they're releasing a new demo soon. Uh, basically, you play as this guy in a game, and he becomes aware that it oh, is a game, yes. and it you, is you, uh, yes. it is um, basically like it has a virus or something fucked up is happening to it, and it has all kinds of like every choice you make changes how people react to you in the world and things Mm -hmm. like that so he ended up not releasing it on that release day because turns out that he is now the only person working on it like all the rest of his team left to go do other things and so he also had burned himself out pretty bad by working like 16 hour days and then he had to take a short break and is now back doing it. And it will release in 2020, I'm fairly confident. Because, like, the demo already seems complete enough right. to, like, release as a thing. So I am very excited about this. I cannot wait. There is... I mean, everything about it is just super interesting. And, right. like, it seems like he may have changed it so you can pick which type of person you are in the beginning as opposed to answering just, like, a weird series of quiz questions. Mm. But you can get out of every fight or you can choose to just uh, be the guy who fights everyone or whatever. And it just, even in the demo that they have out right now, like, everything reacts so interestingly to how you do stuff Mm -hmm. that it just is a really cool idea. And I hope that it pans out. Is it a lot like breaking the fourth wall or not in that way? It's not necessarily breaking the fourth wall. Like, sort of, because the main character talks to you as a player. Like, he recognizes that you are there. Right. And is like, whoa, how'd you get there what's Mm. happening you're controlling me or something but then outside of that like there is a company of frogs because it's from the company that made the game it's called like frogware or whatever okay and so like you see these weird frogs in business suits and cutscenes every so often and they seem to know what's going on with the game and they're trying to fix it Mm. it's very bizarre okay but i i am excited about it 
And so it should come out in 2020 unless he burns himself out again, uh, in which case, who knows? Yeah, that's... Because, yeah, they, I, it was bizarre because there was a set release date. It was supposed to come out. And then, like, a couple weeks beforehand, he was like, nope. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? And then he put out this whole thing explaining why. And, I mean, I get it, especially right. if you're one person working mm-hmm. on this game and you want it to be as good as it can be. And it definitely outgrew the scope of their Kickstarter. <laughs> So I hope that it does well for for him. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Um, Godfall. Is that that's the one that Sony announced, right? I did not write this one on here. Okay, but I apparently did. This I know what the game this is because okay. I went over this with my brother a hundred times. It is the Gearbox game that was a PS5 title that okay. they announced at the Game Awards. That it is, is just Borderlands with swords. A sword looter. Yeah, they said it's a sword looter, mm-hmm. which it, I take it as it's just Borderlands with swords, and it looks like all the characters have cool Kingdom Hearts-esque armor. So, good. It looked very generic. It did it, look so generic, and it, Godfall, also a generic name. I It you looks know, like a launch title. It will probably, it, yeah, it looks like a launch <laughs> title. You're not wrong. I, I mean, it, it'll be fine. Yeah, I'm, sh- yeah, I'm sure it'll yeah, be yeah. fine, especially if the sword looting aspect of it pans out in a cool way. I don't know if we're the mark, the target art audience for that game. No, we are not. Definitely not. I know I'm not. Yeah. So that, mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I don't even know if I'll buy it, especially because Gearbox is publishing yeah. it. They're like, we gave them the Borderlands tech and it's like, oh, good. Uh, Gods and Monsters is a game that we know very little about. So it looks like it's just like a third-person action game where yes. you fight, quote-unquote, gods and monsters. And it's all, it seems like it's all during Greek mythology. It does seem like it's all Greek mythology. Which they're going from Odyssey to this. And apparently it is like a Breath of the Wild-inspired game. And like what has me most excited is... The studio's been making Assassin's Creed games for basically... Since its inception. Yeah, I mean, like, Xbox 360 and then the entirety of the Xbox, you know, or the Xbox 360, PS3, PS4, Xbox One, like, for the entire time. They're finally making a new IP. And that, that that is at least interesting to see, like, what, what can they do when they're not tied down to Assassin's Creed? Yeah. So, other than that, we know very little to nothing. Mm-hmm. Apparently, like, outlets have seen a little bit more where we really saw, like, that really short trailer that showed nothing. That showed absolutely <clears throat> nothing. Uh, the Good Life. The Good Life. That is Swery's new game. Okay. Uh, that was a Kickstarter that I backed, and you play as a lady journalist in a town where at night everybody turns into cats. Oh, yeah, yeah. And boy, does this game look great. I cannot wait for it. Uh, that's all. That's, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the self-explanatory plot. Are you trying to uncover why they're turning into animals? Like, yeah, but there's also know? a murder. Okay. There's a murder. And you're and a you're, you're a, You are like a journalist, but you're also like a <clears throat> professional photographer. Okay. So it, it's, it also, so it's like a murder mystery thing, but it also like has Animal Crossing-esque elements where you like buy clothes and help the neighbors and shit. I, it seems so just well-meaning and wholesome that I, <laughs> I swear he's a weird guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited about it though. 
And then Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. I just found out that I am being deeply wronged by this game from my brother. I thought it was supposed to come out here in the U.S. in March, but turns out it comes out in Japan in February and then has a quote-unquote unannounced release date for the U.S., which people have uncovered to be the end of May. What the fuck is that? That's not too long, though. It's bullshit, man. Okay, you have enough going on. They should come out at the same time on February 6th, and I should be able to play the Grand Blue Fantasy versus right now. It is a fighting game with Grand Blue Fantasy characters. It has my literal favorite Grand Blue Fantasy character in it, Vezraga. He's a big boy with a scythe. I'm very excited to play as him and then hate it because he'll be slow and switch to Lancelot. And then stop playing it because you remember that you suck at fighting I games. do, but <laughs> there is a very large single-player RPG mode, which okay. I'm very excited about. All right. Because I like Grand Blue Fantasy. Yes, you do. So that that is cool, and I'm being deeply wronged by Exceed and them taking forever to localize it. Well, I mean, three months is not taking forever. How can, that's ridiculous. I mean, Especially because everyone's just going to fucking import it. Who cares about fighting games? And then no one will ever talk about the story, which will be the coolest part of it. But you can talk about the story. No one's, no one's going to listen to me talk about the story of a Grand Blue Fantasy game. We probably will hear <laughs> I, I mean, you will. Everyone who listens to this podcast will. I'm just and that's all that matters. I guess that is true. We have our outlet. We do. Uh, the next one I, I added to this, Half-Life Alex. We don't have to talk about that very much. It's a VR game. The right. Half-Life game is coming out in 2020. I purposely didn't You have add hands. This. I didn't add this because I was like, neither of us are going to play it. But you have hands. But we don't have VR. That's fine. It's um, important that are it's you coming gonna, out. Are you going to spend $1,000 on a PC and then another $1,000 on a uh, like VR No, sunset? but I may spend $1,000 on a PC. <laughs> okay. And then not play Half-Life Alex, But I am curious. I can't wait to see what people think about it. Mm -hmm. So that they're making a fucking Half-Life game in 2020. I thought there would never be another Half-Life game. Uh, so. It doesn't surprise me. Like, there were a lot of rumors that it was going... That they would do, like, a Half-Life VR game. There was, but the rumors were also that it was the Half-Life people actually want. Right. Which did not end up happening. No. So, they. They killed uh, a game that both of us were very excited about to make this happen. Yeah. For a game that we're less excited about. Oh, boy. I forgot about, I forgot about that. That's, oh, my God. In the Valley of the Gods. It could have been coming out in 2020. It, it, it was we supposed were, to come we out last fuck, year. Fuck this. It was supposed to come out last year. Halo Infinite. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't care about this game. I I wish that I could tell you that I cared about this Halo game because I in theory could play it on PC. Right. And I just don't. Master Chief's really tall. That's the main takeaway from the trailer. Spartans are tall. The weird thing is like I've recently played through this franchise and people are really into like the lore of that world and mm -hmm. Master Chief and everything. I can't tell you anything that's happened. I remember watching the cutscenes. I can tell you what happened in Halo 2, at least. I do Halo 1 is, fuck, is fucking... I don't know it why. aged so poorly, and nothing happens in Halo 1. Oh, yeah. At all. Oh, yeah. Halo 2 actually is where the plot starts, and yeah, the Covenant, and the, there's a lot. There's a lot I know there's, like, things that happen, but, like, it's just, like, one of those weird experiences where, like, 
every Halo game I've played, just like in one ear and out the other, and like my brain has just completely erased all memory of which, it. Which is fair because I, I don't think that other than like some specific moments, there are very memorable. Yeah. It's not very memorable overall. No, the main character's name is John. Right. Like it just everything about a lot of it is just super generic space action. Yeah. Which and at the time it was a big deal. It was a big deal, and now it is less of a big deal. Yes. And that's, so I, I just wonder how Halo Infinite will do. I no, I think I don't even think it'll sell well because like Game Pass and stuff. Yeah. I think it'll have a lot of players, mm-hmm. and I think there'll be a lot of complaining. Mm, yeah, I mean they didn't show any gameplay, so I can't say. But, like, I've, the multiplayer is people get very excited about with Halo. Yeah, as long as they don't have that dumbass mode that they made in 5 where you, like, control the, the points and the cards. Yeah. Which they took out that out of Gears of War. Yeah. Gears 5. So, like, I assume Microsoft realizes cards upset people. Yeah, I guess. Which, not to go off on a weird tangent, but did you ever check out the Horizons... Uh, Forza Horizon, uh, uh, the Battle Royale. No. I From what I hear, it sounds really kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it is. Because, like, you, like, start, like, on the map, and you just kind of, like, drive around, and then you can just, like, challenge anybody who's around. And then, like, the challenge is you basically just race to a point. If you win, you upgrade your car. If you lose, you're out. And you just keep doing this until they're like until you get to like to the center or wherever on the map, and then like the last eight people, it's just like race to a point and the and it's over. Huh. But like you want to keep racing other people and challenging people because that's how you're upgrading your cars and stuff. Interesting. So it's just a very interesting battle royale where you're not like crashing into people; you're just like kind of racing. So I downloaded that last night. But, like, because I have all the expansions and everything, it's, uh, yeah. it's like, 100, over 100 gigs. So I was like, I'll just download this and I'll check it out tonight. So <laughs> I'm very excited about trying that. Yeah. Uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song, the sequel to Hollow Knight. You mm-hmm. play as, uh, oh, my God, Hornet. <sighs> I thought I forgot her name for a second. You play as Hornet, the lady that you fight a couple times in Hollow Knight, and it looks like more Hollow Knight, which we all deserve, mm-hmm. because it is a great product. Is this probably one of your favorite Metroidvanias of the generation? Yeah, definitely. I Hollow Knight's weird, because I feel like it's really divisive. Some people mm-hmm. really just don't like it at all. I It is excellent. Yeah. And I... I'm excited that they're basically just doing the same thing, but you're not even the same character, so like right. you'll have a different ability set and a different map. Uh, they haven't shown a whole lot about it, but, but it you, is... I mean, I it's... You have a good idea. Yeah, I know what it's going to be like, and it will certainly come out this year because they already had the engine and stuff, so right. I'm, I'm ready. Do you think it was more divisive just because it was harder? I think it was because it was a little bit harder, and people also were weird about the way you get some of the map things. Like, you can't see the map area until you find this map bug in the area. And sometimes people would have trouble finding him, even though he, like, makes sound and... uh, Either way. It's just one of those things. I specifically remember the creator of uh, Ori in the Blind Forest being really shitty about it. Mm. He was like, I I just don't get why people like this game. Like, Ori has all these things of a Mm. good Metroidvania. I was like, all right, calm down, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I tried it, and it didn't quite click with me, Hollow Knight. Yeah, which is is fair. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah, I definitely liked Hollow Knight a lot. I think a part of it was just the upgrade system was just, like, 
you had to play that game, it felt like a lot. Like it took me like an hour of just grinding to get a get to a point where I could like put markers on the map. I don't even remember that. It I was, mean, I think it was one of the long. It was just like one. Well, I was also dying a lot because mm. I was bad at the game. Mm. Um, yeah, because like that one is like I think probably the hardest Metroidvania out there. I don't know that that's true. Really? What would yeah, you say? There, there was a couple of Metroidvanias that came out around the time of Dead Cells that were like uh, purposely obtuse. Oh, I'm sure there yeah. were. I, I'm probably the hardest that I played, at okay. least I could say. Yeah. Um, Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition, Matt. We're all very excited about this. I know you are. This is probably going to be the first new game that I play in 2020. Okay. Kentucky Route Zero has been in development for a very long time. It is five. It is an episodic product. Okay. The final episode is coming out on the 28th, and they will release it for consoles as well. It is an adventure game, and. I have seen enough articles about it academically to think that it might be one of the best adventure games ever made. Wow. People really like this game, and every time I read an article where someone says, you should fucking play this game, I think, I should play this. But then in my brain, I always think, there will be a final part someday. Right. Should I wait? And now, I can I can do it. The so 28th. What? Like, I know it's an adventure game, but, like, what? It is about this, like, weird, mysterious... Route Zero in Kentucky, and it is, like, kind of strange and supernatural. Okay. They're, I can't really describe it. You could go back and watch a quick look from, like, six years ago. Oh, it's been... It's been, like, five, five or six years. I, I, maybe it's not quite that long, but it's been a long time. Uh, I remember Ryan was on the quick look. And okay, that was... Interesting. Ryan? Yeah. So, it... I. It just looks really cool, and it has a really cool, creepy atmosphere. And, like, you go to people's houses, and then they, like, disappear, and, like, they're alive, or maybe they're not. 2013? Yeah. <laughs> so it's been seven years? Yeah, dog. It's it's crazy. It's finally coming out, and I can't believe it. So I that's cool. It comes out at the end of this month. I don't know if it's coming to anything other than the Switch, but it is definitely coming to the Switch. Act 1 was January 2013. Mm-hmm. Act two was May of 2013. Mm-hmm. Act three was May of 2014. So that one took a year. <laughs> act four was July of 2016. Uh-huh. And then act five, January of 2020. 2020, baby. Jesus Christ. So yeah, it's coming out. <laughs> how many? How long are the acts? I do not know the answer to this question. Because if it's like, oh yeah, it's like two hours, I'd just be like, oh my God. Well... It's coming out on the 28th, so we can all look forward to that. That's why it's called TV Edition. It packages them all together. Right, and it it's, it seems like it's going to be Switch, PlayStation, and Xbox okay, One. Okay, PS and Xbox One. So, like, you have your options. Of you do, yeah, you if you want to play it. And it will probably run okay on the Switch, because it's not very graphically demanding. And it's a 2013 game. Yeah, dog. It's fine. <laughs> Jesus. You want to talk about development hell that's gotta be like but they made parts of it yes but like it took them seven years to complete look i didn't i have not read why it took that long so i don't know the answer something could have i don't know what happened but anyways apparently it's amazing so that's all we need i mean like i'm just trying to think like last year everyone was like oh my god the the release cycle of uh 
uh, Life is Strange. Life is Strange 2 just derailed that game. Yeah. And then there's this game that, like, could you imagine playing this game and being, like, 2016? It's like, oh, man, I gotta find out what happens at the end. And ev- and you're just like, it's never gonna happen. Yeah. Every year, you're just like, it's never gonna happen. It might not. Uh, the Last of Us Part 2. It is the sequel to The Last of Us. Yes. And that... I, that's all I have. It's, people are very excited that are I, not me. Did you see that The Last of Us was picked for like Sony's Game of the Decade or something like that today? I did not. People were complaining or something. I don't know. Really? Yeah, well, because like, there's always those Last of Us haters that are like, it's not even that good of a game. Have you played the game? The parts where you play the game suck. And blah, I mean, I'm not blah. a huge fan of the parts where you play the game, but I, I it's, it's a good game. Yeah, like, I, I, it is not, like, I like The Last of Us, so I don't want to sit here and make it seem like I don't like it. Yeah. But, like, I've always been more of an Uncharted guy myself, yeah. so. Um, yeah, I, this will be a good game. It will be. Yeah, at the, at the bare minimum, it will be a good game. Yeah, so yeah I it, it'll be a top five game of the year, but, like, I weirdly <laughs> am just not excited about oh, it. Oh, I am not excited at all. It'll, but I have not been since its announcement, so I, you know, I, it'll come out. I'll really like it. I'll love it, and like, I hope that I really like it. Is what I hope from it. I mean, you you know, it's not gonna be bad. So. I know it's not gonna be bad. I just don't know that I'll like it. Mm. <laughs> so that's right. That's a totally different thing. Yeah. Uh, Breath of the Wild two. Yes. It is that game. Well, we don't know what it is. It seems like it's just gonna be the dark world of. Ideally, what would you like it to be? I ideally they wouldn't have made this. Mm. Uh, I mean, people are very excited about it, oh, but yeah, I, yeah. ideally for me, they would have made a different Zelda game. See, like, and tried to bring forward some of the design philosophies of that game instead of making it. I think they they can make some changes, and then one I would really like to see is like something happens to Link. And then your Zelda. Your the Zelda. Game. So that that is one thing I think could happen. Yes. Where people are like, well, what if they remove the weapon degradation? That's not happening. That's gonna stay because it's just the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Well, they could, but now you're Zelda, and she could like magically make sure the weapons don't degrade. I can I have this? Can I have this? You can dream can about I have that, this? but no, because they're not going to let you have that. I mean, if it comes out and you don't have weapon degradation, I'll eat my words, but I have a feeling that this is going to be way more just Breath of the Wild again than people would like it to be. I probably, I'm just trying to think, like, they're, they have to be aware of, like, common complaints but that's and like that's not real like people always complain about weapon degradation but i think if breath of the wild didn't have that it would be a way different experience like it would be a different game it wouldn't be that different it would be completely different i because you have to pick up the weapon like that's what that whole game's thing is like that is a key component of breath of the wild i guess but then like for me like I I felt like it was just actively discouraging me to engage in combat to the point where I avoided it as much oh, as no, I possibly No, you just could. learned that no weapon matters because they basically all have the same attack, so nothing fucking matters. Well, that, it's it, just the same as having Link's sword, except that sometimes you could have a spear and you like learn what type of weapon you are. Right, and then like you, you're like, oh, I like using this weapon, and then it breaks and you get something that you don't like, and you're like, oh. Yeah, that's why like, like, just it, like 20 minutes into the game, I was like, like, oh, who gives a fuck? I'll use any weapon mm. anytime. And, like, that's just I, what I, this game's gonna be. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I did not like that. I Yeah, but, I, I mean, that's, like... 
I, I don't know. Like in a game that received like mostly perfect scores from yes. every outlet, like that's I don't know. But like that was like the one complaint that like almost every outlet had. I, I guess, but I that's just like I don't. It's they, such a core component of the game that I don't. Think I, they can change I, it. I think it would, especially been. in a game called Breath of the Wild too. Like I think people are drastically overestimating what this game is going to be. I thought it. I my hope is that it's Breath of the Wild. But what you play a Zelda and there's no weapon degradation. That's okay. I think I, you'll get half of that. <laughs> I mean, like ideally, also take out the stamina. Then it's not. <laughs> then it's not even. You I, can't I, even I, call it Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I'm improving the game. What do you want me to? That's say? the whole game. <laughs> but and the stamina becomes negligible immediately. Not immediately. Pretty have, much immediately. You have to play that game like thirty hours, and then it becomes. I don't know that that's true. Because you can like rest on the rocks, and it it just you you learn to manage the stamina. And it doesn't and, matter. And so then just take it out. Like the, I think if they were gonna have the one thing that you take out, it would be the weather that makes it so you can't climb. I would take because that that's out too. actually annoying. I would take and that not out a key too. component of the game. <laughs> there are things that really bothered me about that game. I which like the whole game <laughs> apparently because you the, the two main mechanics of the game are yeah. what you want to remove. I liked running around. And doing the shrines. Okay. I This game is going to be that again. <laughs> so, get ready. Yeah. And it will have both have, of those things. It'll I, definitely have stamina. Yes, I know, yes. My point is, everyone points out how like it was pointless, so you could just take it out. You could, but I'm just saying. It like, won't, the, they yeah, won't. They I re- won't. I recognize, because otherwise then like shrines are like kind of pointless, because then you're only getting hearts from it. Yeah. Where like... In in that case, like you have to make the choice: do I want hearts or do I want to get some more stamina? Yeah. So. Ooh, this next game, is a fucking garbage job. <laughs> this is going to be Marvel Avengers will be this year's anthem. I see. The more they show of it, the more it looks like a competent game. Whereas, like Anthem, never looked like a competent game. I but I don't think it's going to be received well. I, I think it's just going to be so see, generic. I, I don't know. Because people eat up any Avengers shit like it is God's gift. Yeah, but like, I, st- I don't know. I, I think it's going to be like a 7 out of 10 on Metacritic. Yeah, but Anthem should be like a 3 out of 10. Anthem's probably one. Anthem like. fucking sucked. Well, yeah, I meant more. I didn't mean like, like Metacritic score. I meant like just like it's going to come out. People are gonna be like, "Boy, this is not great." And then yeah, but then what about when Ant Man comes out? This you got to get back in for Ant Man. This game is going to die almost immediately, <laughs> and it upsets me because I was so excited about Shadow of the Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Well, this game sucks." Well, mm-hmm. not sucks, but it was disappointing. It just was disappointing. And I was like, well, that's okay, though, because Crystal Dynamics didn't work on it. They're making a Marvel game, and that will make up for how bad Shadow of the Tomb Raider was. And that's... I think this will be worse than Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I just... I... There was no... When they made that announcement, I was Mm -hmm. like, holy holy shit. Mm -hmm. I think this looks bad. 
and people tried to be like, oh, it's not, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. No, it looked really bad. And, like, yeah. I just, it just looks so uninteresting and, like, creatively bankrupt that, like, I just don't give a shit. And I think that what, I think the opposite of what you think. I think it is going to come out and people are going to really like it. And it's no going to way. piss me off so bad. That, there's no way. I would it like to think so that. Generic. I would like to think that. But I usually think that about a lot of games that end up looking generic, and then people are like, oh, but look, it's so good. So I, I, I think that's going to happen with this game, and it's really going to upset me. I just, I have very little faith in this game. I have negative faith in this game. I, I, <laughs> I would like, like to be proven wrong, but like it just doesn't seem like I can be. I don't think it's going to be bad. I don't think it's going to be good. I think it's just going to be so generic in everything it does that and you're just like, Did you know cares? about Iron Man? Yeah, and he looks okay. Like, nothing about that game looks fun. No, and it's a retelling of the same fucking characters that yeah. have monopolized all Marvel media for a decade. Yeah, but Captain America's dead. <laughs> but then he's not. They um, spoiled that one. <laughs> yeah, like, how how's he going to come back? That's going to be an interesting... It won't be. It'll be like every Marvel thing yeah. where you're just like, oh, we wished him back to life, like with the Dragon Balls. And you'll be like, oh, cool. Thanks. It'll be like from another dimension. It'll be. Yeah, they'll bring it, they'll bring in one from another alternate Earth. I, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't even care. Like, I don't even. I, I will probably not even purchase this product. Wow. That's. So I just don't. I, I just have no interest in it. Yeah, I. Uh... Because, like, at best. It's like a generic third-person action game. That's supposed to be like a loot looter? Which just like adding to the reason <laughs> I don't want to play. Yeah. <laughs> Multiplayer looter. Like, I don't Like, understand. yeah, I'm Audi on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Unless fucking everyone I know on Earth gets it and is like, please play. And then maybe... But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know if I will get it. Yeah. So then your options are going to be Nukio, who, uh, like, I doubt will doubtful. get it. And I, yeah, I, I, doubt, I doubt anyone will purchase this product that I, I yeah, I don't know. Unless it is, like, some weird transcendent experience, which it certainly I, will not be. And Scott's so weird, like, he gets, like, one game a month, it seems. I don't know if he would waste his one game on this. Yeah. Because, like, when it's coming out, there's, like, a ton of other better experiences you could have. Yeah, I don't know. For that to be what Crystal Dynamics was working on is, like, so savagely disappointing. Yeah, because, like, when you saw, like, Marvel and then it was Crystal Dynamics, it's just like, this could be interesting. And then you're like, oh, no. Let's go back to when I didn't know what this game was. Yeah. I put Metroid Prime Trilogy. Or 4. <laughs> okay, 4 will definitely not come out this year. 100% chance it cannot. The reason why I have it here is, like, what else does Nintendo have? It was 2019 when they announced that they started developing over on Metroid Prime. I meant more Trilogy. Okay, but because Trilogy like, has been rumored since, I don't know, what year did the Wii come out? Oh wait, 07? We were in high school. 06 or 07. We were in high school. That's how long Metroid Prime Trilogy's been rumored. So I do... <laughs> but like, <gasps> Breath of, we just went into like a lengthy conversation about Breath of the Wild 2. 
There's no guarantee that's coming out. No, but I think that it will. That's why I think it will is because I think that people What else are, do they have? No, but I'm just saying I think people are drastically overestimating how much that will just be oh, I gave yeah, you yeah. Breath of the Wild again, which doesn't take a lot of development effort. Whereas Metroid But they're going to turn it dark. It's going to be dark. <laughs> As someone who loves Breath of the Wild, like, I don't want to shit all over Breath of the Wild, too. Right, but, like, right. I just, I don't have a great hope for that game. Like, I don't think that game's going to be, like, revolutionary like Breath yeah. of the Wild was. It's going to be, like, the same thing, I guess. Oh, I mean, how could it be? It, well, exactly. In, like, two or three years. Exactly. Like, but just... Metroid Prime Trilogy, maybe it'll, maybe. I don't care. I'm one of the few people who doesn't even like Metroid Prime. So, I. It could be in the summer. It could be in the summer, but I'm like, saying it what could, have, it could have, have also been last summer and the summer before that. They could have released it on the Wii U when they had. <laughs> this will this will be the year. So it'll finally. I hope so. So it'll everyone shut can the shut up. the fuck up about it. Because this is like a Half Life Three situation, yeah, yeah. but with a remake. <laughs> Not even a remake, no. a re-release of a trilogy. It's Nintendo's. It'd be like every every. Outlet I feel like yeah, every it. Nintendo Direct, people are like, "Are mm. this just gonna be Metroid Prime Trilogy?" It's like, <laughs> no, no, it isn't. Oh, I I just thought of a game that is not on here. Whatever remake Blue Point's working on. Oh yeah, well that's we don't even know what that is. No, we have no idea what that is, and it, but apparently it's supposed to be probably it's gonna be a launch title, so. Yeah, we'll probably find out about that at some medieval point. Medieval two. A lot of people think it's going to be uh, Demon Souls. Mm, they could do that. I mean, that's what like a lot of like. I that see, I don't think they should do that though. I, that's that's what the 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 running theory is. Because then it's not it's not Miyazaki making it. So who cares? Not me. Oh, Blue Point's really good at making remakes though. Yeah, but. Miyazaki is the person who like makes a Dark Souls. You know what I mean? Well, they're just remaking it. Yeah, but I, even then, like, there's not much to remake in that game. Like, as if it would just be the same thing. Like that, right. that's still a PS3 game. Like, I don't even think that it needs that much graphical upgrade. Well, I mean that they, like, like I, it would be like because, because Blue Point, like the that Shadow of the Colossus game is like. The original Shadow of the Colossus is right. Might as well be eight eons old. So I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they, it, I mean, realistically, how much work did they do to the Uncharted trilogy? Well, that none. Right. I mean, a little bit in the first one, they changed some of the because the first one had like some of the. But six they specifically, Blue Point kept saying this is their largest project yet. Like yes. I wouldn't say that about Demon Souls when we had made Shadow of the Colossus. Well, Shadow of the Colossus is not that big though. No, but I, I mean, like, in terms of what it is as well. I assume when they say it's the biggest, they mean, like, it is literally, like... But I, I would guess that Uncharted overall, like, as a trilogy, would be more than... I don't know. I don't know. I didn't... I don't I, know. I, I didn't make that statement, Why are man? you making this rumor? Why are you... <laughs> I know you love Demon Souls, but I, you gotta yeah. calm down. I hope that's not it. That would be a, such a crushing disappointment. Well, what would you hope it is? anything else I, I i hope it's nothing or well, resistance resistance trilogy. i actually like resistance <laughs> well like i know like a month ago they tweeted out something about the, insomniac did something mm -hmm. about resistance so like 
And everyone yeah, was like, adding it to Spider-Man. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> like, crossover. are they doing something with Resistance? Is there going to be like a Resistance trilogy announcement? Maybe. I mean, that, Sony... I, that I feel like no one cares about. Like, Sony doesn't... Like, if Sony wants a first-person shooter, their options are Resistance or Killzone. Or they could make a new one. No. Don't yeah. be kidding <laughs> They can't make Gorilla. They Gorilla can't make another Killzone game. They I can't do it. I don't think the head of Sony is gonna be like, yeah, guys. I know you, you're very excited about Horizon because, like, I was there, mm-hmm. but I really need you to make a Killzone to compete with Halo. Yeah. I I just don't think they care no, enough. I, I don't either. I bet you Horizon would sell better than. Any kill zone, anyways. That's probably true. No more heroes three. Yes, it's gonna be great. That's mm-hmm. all I have. Uh, Suda is a crazy person, and apparently the goal, instead of killing other assassins to become the number one assassin, is you kill alien superheroes to become the number one alien superhero. Hmm. So I will take that. There's been no gameplay, but I. It's coming out this year. I believe it. Now, this one is the most important game on the list. One Piece Pirate Warriors 4. Mm -hmm. It is the fourth Dynasty Warriors One Piece game, and you can play as Kaido and Big Mom. Okay. Which is very important, and I know you're really excited. Which Um, I don't know how they're going to do that, because they're very large characters, and they originally said that you couldn't play as Kaido and Big Mom, but now you can. Is Big Mom a female? She is. Okay. Um, and their other new characters are being added, such as Carrot, but they said she cannot go Sue Long, <laughs> so that's a bummer, because I love when she goes Sue Long. Oh, boy. And, uh, those are the only new, uh, Basil Hawkins, I believe, all these characters you love. I can't wait for this game, because the One Piece Dynasty Warriors games are excellent. We, it, you've also, it's <clears throat> been a while since you played one of these. Yeah, three came out. Well, not just that, but like a ago. Dynasty Warriors Yeah, no, that's cl- true. Clone. Because, like, you... Probably the last one was, like... Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. I was going to say, like... Which, that was a couple years ago now. Yeah. Um, but, I, anyways, One Piece Pirate Wars is excellent. Aren't they making a Persona one? They are. Persona 5 Scramble. And you're less excited about that? Uh, they have not really, like, announced a release date, so I'm not confident that it will come out in the U.S. this year. Okay. I think it'll come out in Japan and then be translated. Which, like, that's why I think this one is weird, is because this is a worldwide release for Japan and the Mm U.S. Uh, this comes out, I think, in the beginning of March or something. Well, I I would assume One Piece is a bigger... Well, and One Piece will make them a ton of money. Right, right. So that's... I, it's just one of the good Dynasty Warriors games, and mm-hmm. if you like One Piece, very exciting. Uh, Ooblets, after their Epic Game Store debacle, they have really said nothing about this yeah. product. I They said, I saw some post recently that they were going to have a developer update quite soon, so uh, hopefully mm-hmm. they put this out there and people really like it, but the... I don't know, fun game where you grow things from the ground and then have dance battles with them. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that. Yeah. So I hope that I hope it's good and yes. I hope that they feel good about it. It just it pisses me off so much cuz this was a 
developer that pretty much had weekly updates, right? Yeah. And then the internet hive mind, who never even heard of this game, just kind of like... Descended upon them. Descended upon them. (laughs) Basically, like, I don't want to say ruined their lives, but just made their lives completely miserable to the point where they shut down the subreddit, they shut down their Discord, they stopped talking to the community. Yeah. And and then, like, those shitheads that did that just walked away and they're like, and now they're never going to think about this game ever again. I know. And it just it it just makes me so angry because like what did like those what did they get out of it nothing yeah they just like they just want to ruin people's lives and just move on with their life uh huh and it's just be better just yeah, be better I, no I yeah it's it was a bad situation yeah like there's so I, I hope this game comes out and they do well with it yeah I, yes everything works out mm-hmm. for sure it just really bums me out when I think about oh this definitely game. yeah. But Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Yes. I do not get bummed out about this. No. March eleventh, I, mean, I think. This is, is another one. Date? Yeah, this is another one we don't know a ton about, I feel like. You, I think you, we the only thing you know is that you don't just play as Ori. I think yes. you play as the little owl boy and, and the they've other like things. changed some like the way the saving is. Yeah. Which I don't know how I feel about that. Because that, that was like the one of the main things about that game. Right. And it, like because like a, a core staple is like getting to that save point and being like all right in like metroidvanias but in this one like you could just create a save point anywhere Anywhere. as long as you had the orb to do it which was kind of neat so if you're like oh this part looks hard i better just create a save point here uh but i mean i kind of get that they wanted to switch things up so it's not quite the same game again um i don't know it It'll be probably very similar to the first one where it is yeah, one of the more difficult Metroidvanias, but not in like a combat sense. But No, the platforming way. Platforming. Although I did, I think this one might have a little bit more uh, combat. Combat. So. Interesting. Because the first one really didn't even have like RPG elements. No, not really. You, you could get like health and stuff, but yeah. it wasn't like a combat where you're like, Every enemy you kill, you get experience and level up that way. So. Mm. Uh, Persona 5 Royal. Yes. It's the hot updated release of Persona 5, which everyone already knows everything about because it's been out in Japan since fucking Halloween of 2019. Uh, and very exciting. I can't when wait is it to coming play. out? Uh, the end of March 29th. That's kind of a bummer. It is kind of a bummer. Well, because I, I was thinking like this would be a perfect game to come out in like late May. Yeah. And then it's just like, hey, this is my summer RPG. Oh, it should have come out in January. Well, yeah. <laughs> but we were all let down. Because, like, it's coming out in Oh, it's time... literally the worst possible yes. time for it. Yeah, no, it sucks. But, you know, that's okay. Fantasy mm. Star Online 2, though, finally coming out in the U.S. thanks to Microsoft in 2020. It's <laughs> so weird. It's so it's weird. So but weird. I have already played this game for a quadrillion hours right. in the Japanese version. Now I can do it again, but in on my PC like a regular human without using a VPN or an insane translation patch that doesn't work a lot of the time. So you'll actually understand the story. I mean, I, that was one of the parts that actually worked in the oh, translation okay. patch. So I did understand the story. Uh, I'm curious as to if they will have it be in its original state, like before the years and years of updates, or if they'll just give you the newest part of it and then be like, you remember the first part of the story? And everyone will be like, no, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm curious to see how they will roll it out. I 
was under the impression that they were trying to do it early in the year, but now they like don't have a release date anymore, really. Hmm. So maybe at the end of the year or something. Do you think this is going to be console as well? It will be on uh, Xbox One. Hmm. But but I mean the PSO two is on the Vita, so like, right, right. I I think here it will only be on the Xbox One and the PC, which well it'll Xbox. Yeah, because X Series X will have yeah. it as well. Yeah. So that's interesting because mm-hmm. it's finally coming out years later. Yeah, that's and... uh, really bizarre. Psychonauts two, mm-hmm. the sequel to one of my favorite games, I, you know. I want to believe that this game is going to be really great, and I'm going to keep saying that I think this game is going to be really great mm-hmm. until they show it to me. <laughs> like the first one, as far as I understand, didn't. I don't want to say it didn't age the best because I don't think it was great then. No, it just didn't have great platforming. platforming. Yeah, it's... which was one of the things they fixed. The meat circus was notoriously awful, yes. but they fixed that in some of the more recent like remasters of it. This I I don't know because they've delayed it so many times. Like I I want to still believe that it will be a great game. Like I think that Tim Schafer's writing will be great, and I think right. the plot will be great. But I worry that the gameplay will be less than desirable. So <coughs> the other weird thing is this isn't very much a sequel, mm-hmm. but it's a sequel. Like the first one was two thousand four. Mm-hmm. So like it's just weird that like it's been sixteen years. So there's. So, like, I don't think it can connect to the first one that much. No, it does. It does? Yeah. You think it will? Yeah, because it's... Well, the first one is about Raz being at uh, summer camp. (coughs) Right. Where you just, as psychics, get trained. And then this is... After he saves them, he works at the bureau. Right, but, like, I think... Well, the villain from the first one is in this. And he, like, has nightmares about him and stuff. So you think this will be very... And that's just kind of weird to me, because, like... You'd think with that much separation, they'd want to like have the stories. Well, but that game's been re-released so, so many, many times, times, and you can still it's... play it really easily now. I guess. But also, it's not that hard to like look up a plot synopsis of Psychonauts. Like, mm-hmm. it wouldn't take you that long to read through it. But so okay, yeah. The Resident Evil Three remake. Yes. Nemesis is here mm-hmm. to fuck you up. Now, who is this? Is the do you know who like the. Because, like, every Resident Evil seems to have, like, different... It is Jill and Carlos. Okay. No one remembers Carlos. So Jill is from the first one? Yes. Because, like, that's where it kind of gets weird, where they just keep bouncing around. Yeah. Like, Leon is then the fourth and sixth one? Leon is in... Yeah, two, four, Two, four, and six. And Jill is in five as well, but you don't mm-hmm. play as her. She is infected by the virus. So then when Chris is in the first one. And the fifth one. And the fifth one. And, and I guess the, the seventh, seventh one. one. And the... Yeah, he's definitely in six. See, because like, when I think of, like, before before I really played any of them, like, I thought of Chris as, like, the Resident Evil guy. Oh, I always really thought of not... Jill as the Resident Evil person. Mm-hmm. I guess I thought but then of... then I like Leon the best. I thought of Chris, I probably, because he was the one in Marvel. Marvel, yeah. Well, Jill was, too. That's true. <laughs> she was DLC, though. The, yes. And it was her weird infected form from... <laughs> and no one played as her ever. Yeah, she was in... Regular Jill is in Marvel, too, though. Mm. And no one played as her, either. Right. Uh, yeah, so I I don't know. Mm. I 
I wish I cared about Resident Evil. Is my takeaway. Some people are really into that lore. Yes, they are, and it is interesting. It is weird. It is very weird. Uh, Senua's Saga, Hellblade, Hellblade 2, two, the sequel to Hellblade. This is one that I don't know if it's going to come out this year. I would guess it does not, but uh, for them to announce it, do you know? Do you think it is supposed to be a launch title? That that's where I don't know because like it's it was the first Xbox One or Xbox new Xbox game that they announced so like that would make well i guess halo is technically the technically yeah. this but like it just seems weird that like they show what the xbox the new generation is is and then they show this trailer like right after but at the same time like that studio already has a game coming out so is it gonna be like <clears throat> A respawn situation where they have like their weird multiplayer game at the beginning of the year and then like their more story driven game at the end of the year maybe no idea but like I, there's just something about it that just makes me feel that it's gonna end up getting pushed to a 2021 game 2021 <coughs> but i do think you should play that i as do i but it's very short too the first one so. yeah it's like Maybe six, seven hours. Yeah. And it's on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. But I know you won't play it. I won't. <laughs> I mean, I won't play the second one either. Yeah. So like, it, well, there, if you don't play the first one, there's no point in playing the second one. Yeah. I am just very curious because that game has a very definitive ending where it's just like, it seems like she's overcome something mm-hmm. with her mental state. So I'm just kind of wondering where they take this one. The game of the year, 2020, mm, probably. could also come out. Spelunky 2. Uh, he, for all we know, this could come out in fucking 2025 at this point. Like, I just, yeah. he just, Derek Yu is a perfectionist, and I, like, I didn't even write UFO 50 on this list. <laughs> yeah. Because that also should come out this year, because it's supposed to come out two years ago. But, like, I don't know if it will. Uh, Splunky 2, I mean, that first gameplay trailer had a lot in it. So, right. I, I mean, they at least had, like, gameplay to show and stuff. I, I would love for Splunky 2 to come out this year. And we, I would love for it to be excellent. It was shown at... It wasn't even, like, E3. It they was... have it at PAX, usually. Oh, they do have yeah. it? So, like, I was going to say, because we have not seen it since it was shown, like, years ago. But, yeah, you can play it at most trade shows that they oh, bring okay. it to. So, like, it is playable, and people have played it. So, at least in mm-hmm. some state. I, boy. I, <laughs> speaking of things that I so desperately can't be disappointed by, Spelunky 2, if it is disappointing, it will crush my soul. And I need it to not be... I need it to... Oh, my God. I want it to be good so bad. I, the next game will crush your soul as well. Spiritfarer? Yes. Oh, boy, yeah. And we talked about that because I played the demo. Yes. You create a death boat to ferry animals to the next world, and they become your best friends. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Uh, I can't wait for that game. Yeah. I, yeah it's... They tweet about it fairly frequently. And I feel they like seem to be working on it. This year sure. could be like eight of your ten games are just like these weird indie games. I know, and I'm very excited about that. So that, I, hopefully that is the case. I would I would actually like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Tales of Arise is not a weird indie game, but I am excited because finally 
Hideo Baba is not the director of Tales anymore. Okay. And the last game that came out, Berseria, people really liked, and he was also not the director on that. This, he is not the director on again, and this looks so different from recent Tales games. Like, they actually took a break to make a new, I don't even know if it's a new engine, it probably just runs on Unreal 4. Right. I actually think that is the case. But they're, they're, what they had been doing was, like, becoming stagnant. Like, they couldn't really advance that much. And the battle system is the main cool, interesting thing about each Tales game. Mm-hmm. This game looks wild from the footage they showed. And it looks completely different than any other Tales game, which could be awful or it could be amazing. And I really don't know how to land on it until they show more of a focused look at it. But I am tentatively excited. Okay. That I hope that Namco Bandai pushes it well for them. I, ho- I hope they do a good job. That's what I have. All right. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. People always say to play the original Vampire the Masquerade. It is kind of hard to do because you'd have to play the PC version and then mod the living fuck out of it to make it function properly and yeah. like be playable. Uh, but I... people swear by that game, man. People say that it is awesome. And I probably would really like it. Mm-hmm. And so I look forward to this game. I don't know that I will buy it right away. I think I'm going to wait and see if it is if it pans out well but this was also supposed to come out last year and they delayed it i don't know when it comes out now but sometime in 2020 so that's cool Mm -hmm. this seems like one of those like seven out of ten on metacritic but like and like uh the most dedicated cult following yes like like, just like it will have like this crazy cult following yes uh so i think that is the case Mm -hmm. Um, Watch Dogs oh. Legion. This got delayed. Yes, which everything Ubisoft got yeah, delayed. Because it was supposed to come out in March. Yes. So I wonder how long it will be delayed by. Yeah, I don't know. Because um, we haven't heard anything since. No. So. Uh, I mean, it looks really cool. It, I want to believe that this is going to be a really good game. I mean, you, the fact that you like basically just play as any NPC mm-hmm. is a crazy, crazy concept. Yeah, and it seems like when you die, you like that NPC's gone, but like you can just like, hey, we have like a bunch of other recruits, and you can just switch to any of. Yeah, your you recruits. just switch to any of those. So I, I, it is a really cool concept, mm-hmm. and I hope that they fully explore it and right. don't like play it too safe. Uh, who who knows? I mean, mm-hmm. now they're getting more time to develop it yes. because Breakpoint did not perform what they needed it to or wanted it to. So I think they like. I think. Do you think it was their performance, or do you think it was just like the critical response? Uh, both. I, I mean, it definitely it sold way way yeah, under yeah, yeah, what yeah. they had projected by like less than half or something. Uh, but like, I have to imagine like having a game come out and it like it gets fifties. Oh, oh yeah, like they, I mean that can't that can't like, be good for you, yeah, but like, like, you're just like the okay. original Watchdogs had that situation. Like people voted that very low on a lot of outlets. Yes, and that was, but that was a case of like there was clear downgrading and like yeah, it, but and then I don't, I feel like no one ever talked about two, which is really weird. Like people liked two, yeah, but not uh, enough to like champion it or anything. It, it just seemed strange. like two. You're like, oh yeah, that I could see. They definitely 
took the original concept and like expanded on it, and now it's what it should have, what what one should have been, but it's yeah. still like. It didn't quite click with me. I don't know. I didn't like those characters, I think, was part of the problem. And Watch Dogs 2? Watch Dogs 2. I was fine with that. It was the part where, like, you were so fragile Mm. and, like, you had to use the drone stealth stuff. And, like, I just didn't want to do that. That was really a bummer. I didn't finish that. I got, like, really near the end. There was a part near the end of the game where they, like kill off a specific character in what I thought was like the shittiest way possible mm. and I was just like ooh I'm good now <laughs> so I don't think this game will have that problem because like there are going to be character archetypes I mean, yeah and if... I wonder how that plays into an actual plot like yeah, how, yeah. how does that actually work out so know? I think it's gonna be like okay I really like playing like the brawling the brawler who like doesn't mind just kind of going in there guns blazing Mm. and i think there is going to be that archetype because like they showed a lot more of this game to outlets because like a lot of outlets at e3 had like 30 minute demos yeah and i think like that's why i think it's weird because showing it there and they had live demos and the fact that it was supposed to come out in like early march Mm -hmm. it was probably mostly complete but now they're getting time to polish it so i think like this could end up being one of the most polished ubisoft games it could be yeah it it depends when it comes out yeah i mean so like it doesn't really bother me if it's like a complete game and no it doesn't bother me either i just yeah i I, maybe the core concept isn't actually that good you know what i mean like you can only polish a thing so much but then if the core of it is still kind of janky which like it could be but at least they're trying a new interesting Uh, thing and i think that's really cool for a triple a title yeah windjammers 2 is Mm. not a triple a title but everyone's favorite disc throwing neo geo game is getting a sequel for some Mm -hmm. reason it looks cool and it looks like windjammers and that's all that matters because i enjoy playing windjammers new characters and stages do you think they'll try like shaking it up and then it won't be as good? I do think that, but I, who knows? I mean, mm. they're they're, I God knows why Windjammers made a weird resurgence mm. uh, a few years ago. Well, it's like, like really a big, popular in France. Yeah, or it's got like a really big French community. But then they re-released the original Windjammers, and more mm. people discovered it and thought it was really cool. Right. But then they also there were a bunch of like weird knockoff games like Disc Jam and a bunch of other 3D ones that were also pretty popular. So I, I wonder what Windjammers two will do. From what they have shown of it, it looks very similar. But I can see them trying to shake it up and right. have it just not sit well with people. But who knows? Because it's kind of like Nidhogg, where it went from one to two, and they made some changes. Yeah. And like, I don't know if I like the changes. It's kind of what it, it. I don't really like Nidhogg two that much in comparison to one. Right. But I, I part of that is because I think one Nidhogg one is such a like a pure experience and that's and that's like, how it's like distilled is. down yeah and so nidhogg 2 you add the different weapon types and like layer on the really weird art from just like the minimal mm. programmer art they had originally right. and it just it becomes a kind of a different thing yes it just feels different not necessarily bad but just not yes. it feels a lot different yeah so like that's where i think like i think that's how windjammers i see it'll be like a nidhogg 2 where it's yeah. like yeah i don't know if this is worse but like it's certainly not better and i think least, i prefer playing the it at least one. has the same art style like it right. looks exactly yes, the yes. same which i don't hate like i kind of like that's probably my favorite part about nidhogg too is the art style yeah because it is just like it's, it's so, so ugly weird yeah it's so different yeah 
Um, this is this is a Nintendo game that Nintendo has. Ooh, Xenoblade. Xenoblade Chronicles Chron- Definitive Edition, is, and it, it looks way better. Is it just a remake? Or it a is a remaster. So of they Xenoblade. don't need to re-release Metroid. Prime exactly Trilogy. because they this they, game is better than that, anyways, in my opinion. Oh, that I is. played the original Xenoblade Chronicles for maybe 160 hours. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to because I had beaten the game, and I just kept doing all the side quests, which you know. That when Nukio stops doing all the side quests before you do, something is wrong. So I, I just kept going in that game, and I don't know what it was. It, maybe it was because it felt like closer to an MMO, and at a certain point the quests were just like weird, mindless, like, I, I can get this thing. Does it matter? Not at all, but I can do it. And I... Yeah, I love the original Xenoblade and the fact that they finally released it in the U.S. even though it was already localized in English and Europe for years because Nintendo of America doesn't understand its audience. Like, I think it's super cool because not it was a GameStop exclusive when it came out in the U.S. and they didn't sell that many copies of it. Like, it was pretty limited. And then the 3DS re-release is like kind of shitty because the 3ds is not as powerful as the wii and looks like dog shit and so this like they showed the what it looks like now and people were like oh they're just re-releasing it it looks exactly the same it does not it looks incredibly better like in a way that makes it look almost like a different game Mm -hmm. So, so i don't know that i will be able to play this again but I will probably buy it just because I think that this is a great game. Okay. And I'll try my best to maybe go through it again. But it's long. Right. And there's a lot to it. But if you have never played Xenoblade Chronicles before and you really like JRPGs, I will recommend everyone with a Switch get this game. It's an action JRPG. Right? Yeah. So it's like you... It is basically just an MMO. Like you have okay. a skill bar at the bottom. You choose that. They have cooldowns. It's interesting. So is it kind of like Dragon Age Inquisition? No, I can't really explain okay. it because you like do combos with it. It is, it is okay. essentially just an MMO, and it's really weird. Okay. Uh, but I did really like it, and I think that a lot of people missed out on playing it, so now people with the Switch will be able to actually do it. And the final game on our list here, which I think we went... Oh, yeah, I was going to say we went over three hours. Ooh. Uh, Yakuza 7, Like a Dragon. Mm-hmm. It is a turn-based RPG. Yes. I want... This game... Is this out now in Japan? Soon, at or least. I think it might have come out today. Maybe on the 10th. It's definitely, like, early January. Yeah, I thought it was today. And I put this on the list just because they... Typically, the Yakuza franchise, it doesn't take them, like, an entire year to localize... At least that's my hope. I believe it did. Uh, the 16th. So the 16th. Six days. Uh, it doesn't take that long to localize, usually. Right. But then this one will have way more text in it. So, I, so you keep saying that, but like I feel like the other ones had a ton of text. I This will have way more by just virtue of what it is as a game. I guess. I mean, I... Those other ones had a ton of conversation. They did, but not in that same way. Like, they will also have to do every weapon and every item and every single thing in the game. Right. Which, I mean, they did have a lot of items and stuff that, like, 
you'd never really use, but... That's true, but, like, equipping items and stuff in an RPG, having you have to, to make the description of every skill, like... There's uh, they had a ton of skills in the other ones, That's too. true, but not in the way that RPGs have skills. Right, right. Like, I mean, the skills in Yakuza are, like, get more health. Right. And this, it will be, like, summon a swarm of lobsters from the deep to fucking annihilate your opponents. I feel but like then they'll Zero, all have that. Zero had a pretty deep... Zero had a lot of shit in it, yeah, so I I don't know when they will release this, but I, they've, the U.S. Yakuza team has released, like, ten games in In, a five-year period. Not even. So, like, I don't know how they, they're machines, and I feel for them. Yes. (laughs) But they're also probably making more money than they ever did. Yeah, that's for sure. I can't wait for this game. Yeah. Like, when they announce the U.S. release date for this game, I'm going to lose my fucking mind because I I so desperately, like, I love Yakuza and right. I love Kiryu. Finally, they're done with that saga and it is a new character. It is a new place. Mm-hmm. It is a new <laughs> game, essentially, right, right. because it is... I, I don't know. Like, it is just a, a completely different system mm-hmm. of, that the game is based around. And, like, you get party members, and it... Oh, man. I'm just trying to think, like, when do they typically get announced? Because, like, that's not really at, E3. At totally random times. Yeah, because, like, I mean, like... Because they originally announced Yakuza 5 at PSX. Right. Was coming over here. Uh, I'm just trying to think, like, Judgment, I don't even remember. They announced that it was coming at the Kind of Funny Game Show. Judgment? Judgment. They that was where they also announced that it was getting a U.S. dub, and its release date. Okay, that was a big get for them. That was a big get for them. (laughs) Jesus, yeah, that was a big get. Yeah, everyone was upset. They changed the name to Judgment from Judge Eyes. Judge Eyes, yeah. And even after now knowing the plot of Judgment, I am even more upset that it was not called Judge Judge Eyes. Eyes. But that's fine. Yeah, you got to change it sometimes. I mean, there was, well, I was going to say maybe there was an English property called Judge Eyes. No, there wasn't. I think <laughs> they'd be more likely for Judgment. judgment yes. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I I could not be more excited about Yakuza 7. I think that this year my top 10 list could be Buckwild. Like, I, more so than previous years, because, right. like, there's a chance that I could have a bunch of indie games, but also a lot of AAA titles could make their way on there. Yeah. Like, uh, Yakuza 7 is very exciting. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, One Piece Pirate Warriors 4, very exciting. Uh, I think Fast the, and the Furious Crossroads. The Last of Us could sneak into that, because, like, it's, it's going to be hard. It's not going to be a bad game. It's going to be a... At the very worst, it's going to be good, if not great. Yeah. I just don't know if it's going to be like, click with us and be like, oh my god, this is one of the greatest games ever made. Because like, that's how people feel about the first Last of Us. And I don't know, there's just something that's holding me back from feeling that way about that game. Mm, mine holding me back from being excited about two, as I said this forever. You this just game don't should, want it. This game shouldn't you, happen. It, it should shouldn't not have exist, happened. Yeah. It shouldn't have existed. But that's fine. They yeah. did, and it's happening, and it'll probably be good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Psychonauts 2, if it comes mm. out and it's really good, it could be good for me. I think that's going to end up being a top 15 game for you. I God, I hope it's not disappointing. 
I don't think it'll be disappointing. I think you'll just be like, yeah, it's all right. It's I good. mean, hopefully. I mean, like, I love Raz mm-hmm. and everybody. They got the same voice actors, which is insane. <laughs> and I, I just think there's so many others that you're... There are like a lot more. of other games that I am actually looking forward to. Yes. So I... Who knows, man? Could be. It's going to... Not could I, be. It's going to be a really crazy year. Yes, I am... Filled with hot products. I am more excited about this year than... Yeah, yeah I think so. I think that this is. I mean, it's especially it, console launches are always exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I that that is very that is cool. Mm-hmm. And with that, that'll do it. It's our longest one in a long time. Uh, we will wow. see you in two weeks. As mm-hmm. always, the theme song "Sting Operation" by the band Anamanaguchi. Check them out. We'll be back. Peace. <laughs>